The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, you're you're gonna have to help me out with this. You're you're gonna help me out because I'm not sure I fully understand what's going on here. Me help you? I'm, I'm gonna need everybody's help. This is all hands on deck this morning. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let me see if I got this right. Okay. While at a time in American history, we are being told that we have to understand the nuances of 182 genders, maybe more. Yes. I mean, think about the, the many times that we've tried to understand these one. I thought there was two. Yes. Okay. And remember, gender is not even sexuality, Chris. It's not even that. No. No, it is not. No, no, no. I am told to understand, I have to understand the nuances of 182 genders. Okay, wait a minute. What are you? You're cisgender. You're two-spirit. You're trans. Mm -hmm. What about... And we... There are so... I don't understand. That's because you're an idiot, Doc. It's science. You don't get it, right? Yes. It's nuanced. There's... Chris, this is a higher level. Yes. Okay. This is what I'm told. Yes. You've got, at that same time, we're dumbing down body parts in the front and back hole. Yes. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. These people, no, you don't understand in academia, in parts of the country where we're smarter than you. You must understand that there's more than just two genders. You live in those flyover states where you don't understand science. You're clinging to your god and your guns. You're a moron, Doc. You've got to understand the nuances of front hole and back hole. Yes. There it is. Is that right? Yes, you're absolutely This right. seems a little uh, stupid to me. Yes. Front hole and back hole. Yes. <clears throat> this is uh, from a San Francisco-based website called Healthline. It's kind of like a WebMD. In fact, they're a WebMD uh, competitor. It was created this... They've created this LGBTQIA safe sex guide. They have partnered up with uh, Advocates for Health and GLSEN, whatever those are, (laughs) to uh, put out this sex education curricula guide. Now, the idea of this is that sex education in the past has been historically biased. So throughout your whole life, when you learn, hey, that goes there, you don't do this, you might want to avoid that, and wow, that's wonderful. Uh, that's been biased because it was written at a time when we thought there was only two genders. <laughs> now we know there's 182. Yes. But as part of this, 
they have dumbed it down to front hole and back hole. Yes, 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 yes. See, doesn't it seem like that should be even more nuanced as well? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the guide says that sex education in the past has been historically, quote, developed based on assumption that those receiving the info were solely heterosexual and cisgender during times of rampant homophobia and transphobia. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but don't they say that we're still at a time of rampant homophobia yes, and yes. trans-homophobia? Yes, yes. Okay. But I guess it's different now because they wrote this. Yes. The guide says, quote, many individuals don't see body parts as having a gender. Um, okay. <clears throat> Most body parts do not have gender. Some people or some body parts have gender. The body parts that have gender are uh, genitals because they are specifically related related to a gender. Now, your desire for or attraction to the aforementioned body parts that do have to do with gender are related to sexuality. I will give them that nuanced distinction. Beyond that, yeah. Uh, some body parts do and some don't, but nevertheless, quote, many individuals don't see body parts as having a gender. People have a gender. As a result, the notion that a penis is exclusively a male part and a vulva is exclusively a female part is inaccurate. That's inaccurate. Right. The notion that a penis is exclusively a male part is inaccurate. It could be a female part. This is, it might be a two spirit part. It might be. It might be a questioning part. That part might be questioning. Okay. We know it could be transitioning. We know that. That is true. Yes. Therefore, they say the purpose of this guide will refer to the vagina as the front hole instead of solely using the medical term vagina. This uh, is a gender inclusive language, they say. That's gender inclusive. Right. Calling it a front hole. Right. They say uh, that's considerate of the fact that some trans people don't identify with the labels that the medical community attach to their own genitals. So front hole is better. How dare the medical community, scientists, how dare they determine the name for my... My body parts. And How dare they? This is the same people that want us to take the climate change science. The, the nuanced right. Unbelievable. Yeah. When I say, uh, you know, it's been hot all summer, that doesn't have anything uh, to do with climate no. change. Yet they tell us, yeah, when, um, when there's a bad storm, that's because of climate change. Yes. Yeah, science. but you, when I said it was a storm, that's no, no, not no, because no. of climate change. You got to understand the subtle differences, Doc. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. So now, Chris, um, do I not only have to ask people how they identify with what pronouns they identify? Okay. I have to ask uh, how their genitals identify. So do you have a front hole or a vagina? Uh, excuse me, Chris. Excuse me. The front hole was for the purpose of this guy. Oh, sorry. How dare you think that someone may want to call it a front hole or a back hole? Maybe they want to call it barb. Ooh. Maybe they want to call it... <laughs> I'm sorry? Oh, that's a good one. Maybe they do want to call it front hole, but how dare you assume? So what I'm asking is maybe you, 
Go ahead and put your personal pronouns as well as the proper noun for your genitals. Right? I mean, he, him, her. See, that way, Chris, let's say you and I are, you know, we're getting drunked up tonight. One thing leads to another. And, uh, you know, I refer to you and I go, oh, wait a minute. Check his personal pronouns. Okay, it's he, him, theirs. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, hey, do you mind if I touch your... And you're like, wait a minute, Doc, hold it. That's offensive because my name for my genitals is fluid. Ah, it's Barb now. It's Barb. <clears throat> Yesterday it was. <laughs> so keep t- making sure I know you got it. I know that's my responsibility to keep checking. Yes. But I wish you would keep volunteering it as well. Okay. And then I was like, is- oh, your Barb is. So uh, wait a minute. I'm back. <laughs> It's fluid, Chris. It's fluid. <clears throat> How dare the medical community assume someone right. wants to call it a, a vagina? Mm. You don't know. You do not know. No, you're right, Doc. <clears throat> you don't know anymore. You don't know. You, you honestly don't know anymore. I think they're effing with me. <laughs> I think they just keep changing this, not for any reason other than to F with me. I think so, too. Not even to trigger me. No. I think they're just like, let's just make it difficult. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, let me help explain a little bit more. Please. This guy, they say, gives the example that some trans and non-binary identified people. Okay, that's a lot right there. The guy gives the example, got it, that some trans. Uh Uh-huh. We know what that is. And non-binary. That means people who are not just one or the other. And are not gender fluid. No, they might be gender fluid. No, they're not. Non-binary. Yeah, so that's one category by itself. Oh, that's true. Gender fluid is separate. That's what I'm saying. There may be overlap, but it's not the thing. Okay. Okay. Some trans and non-binary identified people assigned female at birth do enjoy... Assigned. (laughs) (laughs) I've determined you'll be female. When did this become a sex court where the judge is there and says, male, it was female. That pa- it was the patriarchal society that set this up. It, it, really? That's what it was. It wasn't when the doctor picked up the baby by the leg and said, oh, frontal. Female. Female. Good to go. Uh, whoa, what is that? Male, male, male. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, they would have you believe that back in the day, prior to our sophistication today... Oh, if you call this sophistication. ...that doctors were were just dolts. Yes. That they didn't even look. No. They were just like, female, male, female, female. They're just checking it off. They're just like, okay, got it. Clipboard. They're just clipboard and seeing the babies. You know what? I've checked F a whole lot today. Let's get a couple M's in there. Let's just go ahead. Yes. Yes. That's right. And you're like, I have a front hole. He said I'm an M. Okay. Okay, some trans and non-binary identified people assigned female at birth do enjoy penetrative sex, but experience gender dysphoria when that part of their body is referred to using a word that society and professional communities associate with femaleness, such as vagina. So they're like, listen, yes, I do have one of those things. But the fact that you're calling it a vagina is troubling to me. I enjoy everything that people traditionally enjoy, any pleasure that that thing could could bring. 
Throughout history, if you said there are times when people that have that body part enjoy this list of pleasures, right? Here it is. Here's the list of pleasures. I enjoy every one of those. How dare you, though, call it a vagina? <sighs> because everyone knows it's Everyone gets it. Otherwise, Chris, you're just saying it's femaleness, and I am not a female. Yes, yes. I yes. might be one of those other 182 genders. Yeah. I could be, think about this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Get rid of all the other ones. Oh. I could actually be a male with a vachak and still enjoy being penetrated. Whoa. In a front hole. Whoa. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's not even one of these gender fluid things. I might be a male. Ah, because I have identified as a male at birth. Okay. Right? I've just always known I was yes. a male with a vachak. Yes. That's what it is. Now, they say an alternative that's becoming increasingly popular in trans and queer communities is front hole. No. If this is true, little side note here, if that is the alternative that's becoming increasingly popular in trans and queer communities, I would say then the trans and queer communities are dumb. How dare you? They're, they're dumb. If that's the best you've got. If they made the argument that in the community they prefer to call it, I would say, stupid, okay. But I get you just want to come up with a gym. But front hole, uh, is everybody in the trans and queer communities at the second grade level? Did, did none of them get out of second grade? They all drop out because of their gender dysphoria. The guide, uh, the LGBTQIA safe sex guide, emphasizes the importance, of course, of its updated, inclusive, safer content by stating the lack of representation and anti-LGBTQIA bias that LGBTQIA and binary people often see in sex guides of the past stigmatizes certain sexual behaviors and identities. Without this, it is... It's, it's uh, stigmatizing them, Chris. Now, the guide warns that omitting such critical info in traditional sex education is directly related to the health and disparity of higher rates of HIV and STI uh, and sexually transmitted diseases Mm -hmm. within those communities. So, again, omitting calling it the front hole is directly related to the health disparities of HIV and STDs. Mm. So, if you don't call it a a front hole or a back hole, Mm -hmm. boom. That's chlamydia. Mm. That's right. I don't know anymore. Have you ever used front hole and back hole as a descriptor regular to the level of the You might check. You may already have gonorrhea. You may already have it. I got to tell the the future wife. Yeah. Have you used front hole? I have not. So I'm going to go today and get checked. Now now that I know that this is likely responsible for some of that stuff. Sure. I better just get a full checkup. Wow. The crabs, I'm sure it's very common if you don't say front hole and back hole. Oh. Here's my question. Do you question, say before though. or after? <clears throat> before or after what? The sex act. Do you say, I'm about to go to the front hole? I think it's in, in every, it's constant. So front hole, hey, front hole, uh, front hole, hey, front hole. Hey, well, no, I mean, Chris, so let's say you and I are casually talking. Yes. Uh, just not even really talking about having sex, whatever, just referencing sex. Boom, okay. you got to use front hole or back hole. Okay, let's say you're in the throes of passion. Okay. You got to say it too. Mm. Right there, 
right? Probably. And you bust it out, right? Yeah. That type of thing. I think in in constant, you're. I mean, you don't want to see higher rates of chlamydia and gonorrhea, do, do you? No, I do not. I okay, do not. here's my question though. Hmm. Uh, do I also have to say front finger? <laughs> is that uh, is that? <laughs> Your attention, please. We are the number one show on the planet. The president said so. You're listening to The Morning Blaze, the number one listened to show on the planet. I'm talking billions and billions of people. Believe me. Believe me. See? This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gets tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. Sure, lots of people are learning lots of things. I gotta take a moment and remind you about WaxRx. WaxRx system at usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. If you go there, you can buy the WaxRx system and set yourself up for clean, healthy ears moving forward. It's pretty simple. You buy it now. Even if you don't need it this moment, it's gonna be in the medicine cabinet. You'll have it in the bathroom drawer, wherever, when you're ready to use it. Because you never know when you're going to get that, <clears throat> I got the little itch in the ear, got to clean it out. In Let me ear? get the Q-tips. No, don't do that. No. You don't want to shove those in your side holes. You do not want <laughs> to do that. Go. Thank you. You want to go ahead and flush that stuff out safely, effectively, efficiently with the WaxRx system at usewaxrx.com. It's usewaxrx.com. Don't forget the promo code radio because they'll ship it to your door absolutely free. Now, Chris, I'm guessing a lot of people have learned things from that guide. The guy that we yes, just mentioned. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> have they learned things? Yes, a lot of people. Are you able to share those things? That they Some learned? of them I'm able to censor myself okay. and still get a punchline. Okay, gotcha. Yes, gotcha. yes. For example, Kool-Aid with a C saying, front holes, back holes, top holes, which bunch of a-holes? Yes, right, right. That's confusing. I mean, lots of holes. There are yes. many, many holes. Yes. You've got to be careful. Uh, uh, no, can I read that one? Uh, can I like it either? Uh, <laughs> Sarah the Roma saying front hole get me off this planet uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, there was a good one that said uh, uh, front Anybody? hole back hole jack hole jack hole right in line with it yeah mm-hmm. so which one is the jack hole is that um, the mouth the jack hole is uh, is fluid oh yeah okay. it's uh, jack hole is genital fluid it's genital okay. fluid because we're talking about genitals. Yes, right? yes. So yes. it's not even gender fluid. This is oh, genital fluid. Wow. Am I right? All of this yes, discussion. Yes. So now you got gender fluid and you got genital fluid. So mm. Um, mm. I'm thinking jack hole. It's, you know, hey, right now it's a front hole. Tomorrow it's a jack hole. And then the day after it's, it could be any of that stuff. You just never know. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach tweeting out, uh, he has a perfect solution for yeah. your front hole fluid mm-hmm. uh, penicillin. Penicillin, that's going to help out quite a bit yes, as well. Yes, yes, uh, Did anybody mention front finger? Nobody has mentioned front finger. I I'm think just curious. Just you. I, you know, how, do you, how do you identify that? Not everybody has a, uh, a phallus. Mm. So is it front finger? I mean, my, I'm guessing you know, probably front finger, yes, right? You, yes. Do you think that's probably appropriate? Oh, yeah, that's very appropriate. Yeah, I'm thinking back. front arm. But if you want to go with front finger, that's fine as well, too. Front arm? Okay. It's a front arm. Okay. That was a size joke, Chris. That was a little size joke if you want to go with... Let's just move on. 
Yeah. Hey, uh, there's a hashtag that's been taking off for the last few weeks because of the July 2018 issue of Oprah Magazine. <clears throat> what did Oprah do? Have you read through your July issue yet? No, or are you I'm still in June. You're still I'm in, still in you. I should, you've been I just, really busy, I know. I have, I have. In July, I heard it has something like breaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess you're going to catch me up? Yeah, at least on one story. Okay. And it's part of a hashtag. And I tweeted this earlier today. Maybe you can help out. Uh, hashtag shout your abortion. Oh, okay. Shout your abortion. Why are you hiding your abortion? You should lead with your abortion. Yes. Not talk about it. No. Not being open to discussing it. You should, Chris, shout your abortion, according yes. to Oprah Magazine, and I guess then Oprah as well. And what the reason you want to shout it is because it should not be an embarrassment, Chris. You should promote the benefits, it says, of your abortion or of abortions in general. Yeah, yeah. The, the They say the procedure has been uh, used to silence women and try to tamp down abortions. Oh, I didn't know they care about the baby women that they're killing. Of course they're silencing baby women. Baby women? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't understand. Like the f- fetuses, some of them are females. No, no, they're talking about women. They're talking about... Uh, oh, yeah, see, not the I got confused. Oh, I got yeah, confused. The, grown, I full, like, the women oh. who would have the abortions. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, okay. Not okay. the female babies. They said... Um, Women, uh, they always say people focus on them being hurt by their abortions, but they should uh, hail it. In fact, uh, one of the women who behind this campaign mm-hmm. uh, has been uh, called inspirational. In fact, they mentioned that in the article. Uh, so shout your abortion mm-hmm. is what they want. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I, I shouted. So, I mean, I've never had an abortion. I've never uh, paid for an abortion directly that I know. I mean, I'm sure my tax dollars have gone for it, but... <clears throat> None of that stuff. So I can't really shout my abortion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says shout your abortion. So I'm going to shout your abortions. Okay. I think they mean like shout, hey, hey ladies, ab- shout your oh, abortion. Okay. Me. okay, 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 okay. They, there's some trouble with the hashtag mm. there. But uh, so I'll shout your abortion for you. And did you, uh, did you see what I meant? Uh, yes, I see, I see two. Shout your abortion. I killed my baby. Yes, yes. That's the first one that comes to mind. So I think if yes. shout your abortion, you're supposed to tell people what they should what, be shouting, yes, right? Yes, yes. So feel free to help out and use that hashtag, shout your abortion. I also, uh, hashtag shout your abortion. My selfishness allows me to justify murder and deny science. Mm. <clears throat> Although I realized that was a fail because it auto-corrected. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and get rid of that and retweet it out there for people. Though. What about hashtag shout your abortion? I'm selfish. Yeah, I like that. That's that. That really cuts to the quick. Yeah, it's really yeah, important. So, um, yeah. Sh- hashtag shout your abortion. Hmm. Okay, I'm a little confused though. Why? So when I shout my abortion, mm-hmm. do I have to go into details? Depends what he's shouting about. I mean, do I just shout that I had one, or do I go into details? Yeah, you have to go into details. You think so? Yes. Why? Because you're shouting and you're proud. So you want to talk about how powerful you are that you just killed a baby and go through the whole description. So I want to be really detailed. You want to be real detailed. Okay. So I would say something like, hashtag shout your abortion. I just killed a baby via my front hole. Nailed it. Is that... Do Nailed I just it. Put that in there. Okay, Nailed good. good. I'm getting this, Chris. Nailed really, it. Oh man, really I can't believe you got him the first shot right okay. there. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, good. You literally nailed it, and you put the correct term 
front hole. Front hole. Right. I got it all in there. There's the bell. Okay. Hey, uh, do you remember the stories of the drag queens that were reading um, yes. to toddlers at public yes. libraries? It was like Massachusetts, I think. Massachusetts, it was. so Boston, yeah. and then New York, yes. and then Southern Cal got on board. Yes. Right. Yes. And we're like, okay, this is crazy where they just have trannies at, at public libraries. Yes. It's tranny reading time. Yes. Okay. I don't know why that's a thing, but. Um, People like, well, it's Boston, it's New York, mm-hmm. Southern Cal. Stupid, it's frustrating, but at least mm-hmm. it's not my community. Oh, no. Oh. It's growing. It's now going to be in your community. Oh. Yeah, they have plans to go all across the country. Uh, they're already going to be in Lafayette, Louisiana, oh. which is one of the most Republican cities in the state of Louisiana. Well, good job, Louisiana. So uh, it's coming to that red town near you as well. Wow. So I'm just curious if they'll... If they'll get into the whole front hole, back hole thing with it. Oh, yeah, that's there. That's there. Yes. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, lots of lots of tweets, learning a lot of things. I would say probably a good idea for you to spend some time on Twitter with the hashtag what I learned today. Yeah, just go ahead and read through a lot of them yourself because there's a lot we're not going to be able to share that are really worthwhile. A lot we can't even like. I would caution you if you have a weak constitution not to read through them, but if you're a jackhole, just go ahead and get on that. Just go ahead and... Hashtag what I learned today. Got to take a quick moment and remind you about Earthwater. If you haven't signed up to be an affiliate yet, please do so immediately. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com is the website or the uh, the link. Uh, Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. If you go there, it'll lay out the entire process on how it works more so than I can in greater detail, and it'll do a better job. But the basic idea is it's an affiliate marketing program. You've probably been familiar with them in the past with other products. This is not a new system, but we've realized in the last 20 years or so, especially with the internet and people not having to have brick and mortar stores, this is one of the fastest ways to grow a business. Well, because marketing costs money. That's part of the reason we offer free commercials uh, as part of our Building America. We offer that to try to help people with the marketing because it's expensive to get your product. And it's one of the things that businesses fail to do, to fail to put aside some money for marketing. They just think, okay, I'm going to need this equipment. I'm going to need this website and all this stuff. But they realize you've got to find a way to tell people about it. As easy it is to start a business nowadays, it's that much harder to break out. So on one hand, it's become much easier online and you can reach customers all over, not just in your community with a brick and mortar store. It's more and more difficult to break out. And that yet people don't put money aside for marketing. So if you want to market, this is a way to do it. The difference between now and back in the day, you would have to do standard things. You'd have to buy a kit sometimes up front. You're going to have to have this number of colored pens to sell our colored pen kit. You're going to have to buy four kits yourself. And if you don't sell at least four a month, you're going to go ahead and have to buy them yourself. And all of these restrictions. And then you had to drop them off at people's house and deliver None of that with Earthwater. It's a great product, an amazing product. I drink Earthwater every day without fail. Even my coffee, made with it, so I have two glasses in the morning of it, and then I have a couple glasses I run through the rest of the day as well. It's an amazing product 
that you can tell your friends, family members how great it is and make a 40% weekly commission. All you have to do is tell them about it, essentially. You give them a unique link where they order through you. They get a discount versus ordering online by themselves, and you get a 40% weekly commission. You don't have to deliver it. It's all handled through Amazon. Free shipping. It's genius. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. That's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. All right, get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Please follow at Doc Thompson Show and at Real Chris Cruz. Joining me now is international film and television star Nick Searcy. <laughs> Thank you for introducing me properly, Doc. Yes, I got the email. Uh, not that I didn't already know. I mean, you are an international film and television star. We know that. Yes, I, I've shot movies in Toronto and Romania. That makes me international. <laughs> and you've probably seen some international films. <clears throat> That's true. And, and some of my films have been shown in foreign countries. So. Oh, interesting. Against people's... I mean, I'm sure people are clamoring for them. Uh, Nick has a, a new movie out called Gosnell, The Trial of America's Be- Biggest Serial Killer. It's the story of Kermit Gosnell, which is just a bizarre and constantly heart-wrenching story every step of the way. Yes, it's it's uh, it's not a comedy. It's uh, yeah, that's it's a, it's a thriller. It's a it's a courtroom drama. It's it's more about how we uh, how how the uh, law enforcement and and the justice system caught him and and stopped him uh, than it is about uh, the real gritty details of what he did. Did you do the? I mean, you, you're in the movie. You also directed it. Did you? You did the backstory. You you did the research, right? Uh, well, no, not not uh, not all of it. Uh, Phelan McAleard and McElhaney and Magda, their partner, they they basically did the research. Andrew Claven wrote the script. Um, I just came in as director and basically helped create a shooting script from the work that had already been done. So I wasn't there from the beginning. No, but I mean, you're you're pretty familiar with the details of the case. You you yeah. you know what they discovered when they went into his office. Oh yeah, yeah. It uh, they basically went in on a charge that he was uh, writing subscriptions and uh, selling prescription drugs illegally, and they went in looking for drugs, and they just found a nightmare, uh, just a uh, 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 blood and gore and and uh, bodies everywhere, and just uh, one of the messiest clinics that they'd ever been in, and. Just a real horror show is what they found. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was a house of horrors, and and it's multifaceted. So first of all, you have the uh, the dead babies. I mean, you, you just have dead babies there, right? right? They uh, apparently he he explained it as saying that he had a dispute with his medical waste company, and that's why <laughs> okay. all the little bags were sitting around with all the bodies in mm-hmm. them. I got to um, tell you, if I had a dispute, I'd get that solved. I mean, that's <laughs> not something I want hanging around, Nick. Yeah, I know. And but they're also I mean uh, equally bizarre are the the sort of he had a uh, a case filled with jars of tiny feet in in little uh formaldehyde jars. He had saved like trophies, like That's, souvenirs or something. Yeah. And uh, it, it was it's a very very strange and bizarre story. So and, and but then there's also the the lack of cleanliness. I mean, even if you're a pro abortion and you have no problem with all the other stuff, if you're going there to get an abortion, it was pretty dirty in there. 
Yeah, there was uh, reports of uh, diseases being spread in there. And, uh, you know, one of the real tragedies of the case is that his clinic was not inspected for over 17 years. And and that was because of the political um, the political establishment of the time were was afraid that uh, it would be accused of being anti-woman or or, or anti-reproductive uh, rights or whatever. And mm-hmm. so they just stopped inspecting this man's clinic which allowed him to, to wow. not only do all these things but just just an unsanitary mess that so, people had to walk into do, do we know if that was common at all i mean not just for his clinic but other ones where they just like okay we're going to give these people a wide berth pun intended um for this you know and and not inspect them because of that well i i know that most of the abortion clinics weren't inspected during that time because that was the policy but i'm not so sure uh, uh, if there were any clinics that were uh, as bad as cosnell's you know one of the frustrating things for me was to know the backstory of this and read the details and then see it get so little play in the media well it's a tough story to cover for many many reasons i mean it, it's obviously it's very sordid it's hard to look at i can certainly see that aspect to it but i think a lot of it is you know, the, the, the sort of the media leans left. This is a sort of a grisly story about abortion, mm. which, you know, they perceive as it might help the pro-life movement. People might be, you know, it might change some minds. And so they don't want to talk about it. Um, now, they don't. being the international film and television star, you are at a point in your career where you're allowed to choose some of these um, you know, maybe not as uh, blockbuster targeted movies. I mean, listen, you can you're you're able at this point in your career to turn down the role of Captain America, right? I mean, you're able to do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, I've become wealthy enough that I can uh, I can do what I please. Yes. So you get to pick this. So how did this movie come about? Was this something you were interested in from day one, or did somebody approach you? Well, I knew the producers from day one. I sort of was involved with them. I helped them do their Kickstarter or Indiegogo, I mean, campaign. And and then when they got the money, they just sort of started asking me, did I know any directors? I recommended a couple. I think they met with them, and then that didn't work out. And they said, do you know anybody else? And I said, well, I've directed a few things, and uh, I showed them a, mo- a movie that I made, and they decided to uh, hire me. So, when does this come out? It will be released on October 12th, but we're doing some uh, screenings around the country. We're actually coming to Dallas on September 20th. We're doing one there. Okay. Um, and we're going, to, we're going to be in Houston, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Washington, D.C., and then some spots in the Carolinas and, and some other, you know, uh, all through the month of September, we're going to be going around the country doing preview screenings and and talking to people and just sort of trying to build the film by word of mouth. And will that be, um, is there is there a central website where people can find the details of when it's coming to a theater near them? Oh, I don't think the list is out yet, but within Eventually. a couple of weeks it should be. I'm okay. pretty sure that that's gosnellmovie.com. Okay, gosnell, G-O-S-N-E-L-L movie.com. What we'll do is we'll post a link to it so people can find it and discover it on social media. And then when you certainly come through, um, I know being an international film and television star, you're so busy, but uh, I'd love the opportunity to, uh, to discuss this more, you know, maybe possibly break bread, you know, something like that. Oh, that'd be great, Doc. I'd love to do that. We're going to be, like I said, we'll be in Dallas, I think, the 19th and 20th. Sounds good. So what else is uh, coming up for you? What else are you working on? 
Well, you know, it's it's just basically I've got a I've got a couple of other uh, scripts that I'm developing. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's not really a sequel to Gosnell that's in the works. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Yeah, no. Gosnell. Well, the turtles. Gosnell to the, the turtles. The turtles. That's what it is. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe a prequel. <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, the he early had turtles in his uh, in his clinic. That's so. right. Yeah, uh, you, I'm, um, I'm thinking Gosnell the early years. Something. Yeah, like Gosnell right. bring it on again. <laughs> something or, like that. Gosnell, Mamma Mia, you Ma- know, Mama, do like something like songs, that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm working on a couple of things like that, and I'm also I've I've been doing a recurring role on the ranch, and I've been doing some other little little things here and there, guest spots, and uh, I've got a couple of films coming out this year. There's a, a film coming out called Best of Enemies with uh, Sam Rockwell and Taraji oh, P nice. Henson that should be coming out later this year. Now, how have you managed to navigate the uh, the wa- the waters of Hollywood, being a gentleman who is not rabidly on the left and actually kind of leans to the right? There, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just like not famous enough for them to know who I am. So they just go, oh, let's get that guy. I don't know who he is, but he's pretty good. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I mean, it it doesn't. I'll say this: it doesn't come up very often. I mean, it's not like uh, I, I don't talk politics on the set. But do 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 others bring it up? I mean, is it on the set with others throughout your years? I mean, I, I just don't know how people would have time, but I guess there's some downtime. Maybe people start talking. Yeah, once in a while. I mean, people who know me well, you know, whatever, you know. But uh, it's it's not the kind of thing. Generally speaking, there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. You just don't have time to sit around and argue about politics <laughs> right well and my, my wife is a television anchor and around uh, you know the tv sets whatever everybody almost everybody is crazy on the left and she's uh not and so they assume that she is very much ideologically like them because she just keeps her mouth shut and they um you know they want to assume that and she just kind of goes about her business going oh okay great great but the topics come up a lot now granted that's news but it's thrown around other people you know they they sit and have conversations yeah i mean it it happens i i I, like i said i generally on set i just don't get into it because that's not what i'm there for right It's, it's counterproductive and frankly i think it's unfair because you know when you know, the actors start talking left-wing politics in front of the crew. There's a lot of the crew that aren't left-wing. Some mm. of them are, some of them aren't. But, you know, you're in a position where there's a hierarchy there, and the people who disagree aren't really safe to speak up because they could be fired or whatever. So it's it's not it's just not a fair situation. So when no. somebody starts something, I, I generally speaking, I just politely tell them I, I don't talk politics with idiots. I mean, oh. <laughs> I don't talk politics on the set. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way to say it. Gotcha. So what do you what do you think's going on with Hollywood in general? Hollywood's had some trouble. I mean, major changes in the industry. First of all, you see Netflix and um, Hulu and Prime and whatever producing all of this original content. That's c- pretty cool because there's so many other options. But the traditional Hollywood, that is dying. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out because they have to figure out how to monetize the new way that people are are getting their entertainment. I mean, you know, the only people that are going to movie theaters anymore are kids or uh, so that's that's why most of the movies are 
superheroes or you mm-hmm. know the Marvel stuff and all that. So the, the, they're just trying to figure out exactly the best way to monetize the new way of delivering movies. Now they've been reeling me in with uh, the newfangled uh, theaters there. What with the food, that's reeled me in. Yeah, yeah, when you can go and have a meal while you watch the movie. Yes, yes, that helps a whole lot. But it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's been, I think, 10 years now that the um, the gaming industry has trumped the uh, Hollywood, traditional Hollywood, in, in amount of revenue. It's not even close now. Well, they're losing a lot of their audience. I mean, they, they really have intentionally made this choice, I think, to, you know, embrace a lot of the, the left-wing philosophy in their films and so they they kind of intentionally have driven half the audience away and and as a as a result have, have created another genre you know they've <laughs> created the, the sort of faith-based or the, the more right of center films that you know that that uh, there's an audience for that uh, hollywood just isn't serving right now all right so uh, it comes out again october October 12th. October 12th for Gosnell, The Trial of America's Biggest Serial Killer. We'll look for that. And uh, we'll also, over the next couple of weeks, remind people where they can go to uh, find out when it's coming to their town as well. We'll post it on social media. Absolutely. And please, everybody, go on opening weekend. That's, it's very important. You know, That's how it works anymore. If you have a good opening weekend, you can get to the second weekend. And if you have a good second weekend, then you're on your way. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll make sure to push it for you. And I cannot thank you enough for granting me some of your time. I mean, Nick Searcy, international film and television star. I mean, that's whew, this is for the resume. Nick, I'm putting this on right now. I can't imagine what honor this has been for you, it, It's been a fantastic honor. I, you know what? <laughs> I will email you exactly what it's on. It's, you got to give me time to get my thoughts together, though. I know. Just take your time. I know <laughs> I, it's probably very emotional, and uh, it, it, it'll, it'll be fine. Nick, seriously, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. My pleasure. We'll put all that up on social media so you can find it as well. It's Gosnell, the movie. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. We had uh, lots of big news come down uh, about the White House and having to do, I guess, with President Trump. I say I guess because it is so loose, but pretty significant news yesterday, but not really being positioned by most of the media, shockingly, the proper way. This is, once again, just look at how awful Trump is and look at how much bad Trump did when nothing has been proven. Nothing is proven that Trump did wrong. We'll get to that in just a second. But I want to remind you about the iTarget Pro system, uh, a system that allows you to become a better shot, to be able to use a firearm more effectively and efficiently by buying the system (laughs) and not even leaving your house. That is so simple. You don't even have to go outside. Now, you could sit around your house and dry fire at Target. Of course. You could do that. And by the way, that's going to make you a better shot. Yeah. You don't know where the shots are going, but at least you will develop some mes- muscle memory on how to fire. You don't know if you're actually going to hit the target, though. And, of course, going to the range absolutely is going to make you a better shot. But going to the range is time-consuming and also very expensive. 
you have to even if the range is out back of your house or you have enough property in a place where you could you know target practice guess what still cost you for the rounds the iTarget pro system is a one time fee you buy the system for about $89 get 10% off with the promo code doc and then you can fire over and over and over again at the target and you'll know where it hit because of the laser round you put the round in your gun a little laser pulse comes out of your gun and it hits the target. Now, how do you know where it hit? Because of the proprietary app on your phone. It's a cool system. Most of us around the studio have one. Some of us have multiple ones. It's great. Just go to itargetpro.com. The letter I, targetpro.com. <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi tweeted yesterday, Today's guilty verdicts against Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort and guilty plea by Trump's personal lawyer Michael Cohen are further evidence of the rampant hashtag culture of corruption of criminality at the heart of Trump's inner circle. (laughs) No, it's not. It's absolutely not. Could this be what she described? Yes. But until it is proven, it is not. Could Harvey Weinstein be guilty of all the rapes and things? Yes. But until it's proven, it is not. That's how it works. That's how it's supposed to work in America anyways. So Paul Manafort was found guilty of eight financial crimes. Yes. All of those crimes having to do with Donald Trump paying him and him? No. No. Uh, They were tax evasion and bank fraud. Yes. From his personal life. Yes. Not even him acting as campaign chairman. So you had five counts of filing of uh, false tax returns, Mm -hmm. tens of millions of dollars about his dealings with the political consulting in Ukraine. Now, those things are horrible. And yes, he should be punished. He's found guilty. Sorry, you can't support any of that stuff. It's a violation of the law. It's wrong. I don't think he's a particularly moral or good dude. Done. Has nothing to do with President Trump. One count of failing to report uh, foreign bank accounts. Nothing to do with President Trump. Two counts of two bank fraud. Uh, two counts of uh, uh, bank fraud that accused him of lying to get more money. Okay, nothing to do with President Trump. So no. that didn't resolve whether Trump had any association with Russia, colluded with Russia, that Trump was involved. It doesn't prove Trump was guilty of financial crimes, that he knew it. Nothing. Other than he worked on his campaign. Yes. This would be like Chris 10 years from now getting busted for something. And they go, Doc, you know, Thompson worked with him 10 years ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he worked on your show and produced it. So you're guilty too. No, nothing. Now, Michael Cohen pleaded guilty to campaign charges about President Trump's campaign. Okay, more close. Has to do with Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Got it. Uh, Here's the thing. It's campaign finance violations. And it's Michael Cohen pleading guilty. Mm-hmm. President Trump has still not been convicted, pleaded guilty, nothing. So Trump is still out of this. Now, it looks bad. Absolutely. Of course. And campaign finance violations, this is about paying the women to shut up, to not say a thing. That's the whole ball of wax here. Wrong. Yes. If Trump was involved and knew about this, absolutely wrong. Worst thing in the world? No. No. But bad. Not yes. good impeachable no um it could be well yeah because it's so open but i don't think it's here's the thing it is a campaign finance violation Mm -hmm. that's all it is yes you may not like the whole keep your mouth shut hush money it happens constantly we had asia argento charged with that it's a campaign finance violation it is wrong but does it mean he colluded with russia 
No, none of that. President Obama didn't disclose millions of dollars in contributions in 2008 and was fined $375,000 by the FEC, one of the biggest violations ever. Obama got $11,000 fine in 2004 because of his Senate race and campaign finance violations. Bernie Sanders was filing $14,000 for accepting illegal foreign contributions. Joe Biden was fined $219,000 for campaign violations for 2008. Anthony Weiner, $65,000 when he ran for mayor. Marco Rubio, $8,000 for 2012. Bob Dole, $100,000 for his campaign in 96. Al Gore, Bill Clinton, and the DNC fined $719,000 for their campaign. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Scruffy Nerf Herder tweeting at Doc Thompson Show. I think if Cohen had anything big on Trump, he would have already received a three to five year sentence. Feds wait until that tri- uh, wait on that till trial, so you don't become uh, forgetful. Here's the thing. I am not excusing away the campaign finance violations. I hate that crap. I hate all of the backroom deals, all of the shady stuff. Even if it's not illegal, it's improper. It's immoral. It's not right. That's exactly what America does not need. The good old boy network, even when it includes good old girls, is wrong in D.C. The D.C. insiders, there's only one reason that culture exists, and that is protectionism. So those people can protect their little fiefdom and keep their little power. That's all it is. It's obnoxious. You know, it's like on Netflix, there is a series called Hitler's Inner Circle. I have not seen it. It's really well done. Is it a docu-series or is it a movie? It's like kind a of a docu-series. Okay. Is that where it's like partially Partially acted? movie, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah they're like the Dinesh Tizos are movies. Yeah, and I never thought I would like that. Yeah. But this is awesome. Okay. It is so well done. Because I see it, I seen it come across my, but I never actually clicked on it. Yeah, the focus is the people around Hitler. Oh, okay. 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 It's about the inner circle. So you really get to, I mean, a lot of us know the names Himmler and Hess and you know certain things they did, but this lays out blow by blow dating back to when some of these cats first met, you know, 10 years before they, the Third Reich. I mean, back before Hitler did jail time, the whole thing, and shows how, their interactions. And when I watched it, I couldn't help but think of D.C. It doesn't matter who's president and who's who's in Congress, it doesn't matter who the center of the power is, it's the same thing. It's, it's virtually the same. Now, D.C., to our knowledge, is not systematically exterminating Jews in gas chambers. I'm not saying that either party supports that. That's, it's not the Nazi thing. That's not it. But you don't think of, of Hitler and that little group 
being the little power-hungry individuals. You thought they were all lockstep Nazis. No. Every one of those cats in his inner circle were constantly trying to grab power. And they're like, hey, Hitler, how you doing, Adolf? How you doing, buddy? Do you like me best? How you doing? Can I get you some? Nah. Shut up. Okay, because I'm willing to sell out Himmler if you'll just, nah. Shut up. Everything was like that. So you get like, just pick two of them. Uh, Goebbels and, uh, and Himmler. That's right. You know what we're going to do? We're going to stand up against, um, about the, against Hess. We're going to come out against him. So we'll do this. And then all of a sudden Hess is signing up with Goebbels or somebody. It was just nonstop that backbiting. That's what, that's what DC is, man. That's what this is. They're all, I got this little bit of power here. Let me see if I can get a little bit more by sucking up to the Speaker of the House, maybe on this committee. There's a whole whatever. And then the president, of president tweets about me, the president likes. And you know they're doing that around Trump. They did that around Bob. It doesn't matter the president. Again, I'm not calling them Nazis. I'm just saying this is what happens with power. This is what these cats do. I hate it. I absolutely despise it. It goes against everything I stand for. It's supposed to be transparent. We have a system in place. And they pass these laws, the, you know, well, it's national security and you can't know that. And oh no, that's part of the intelligence community. And they hide and lie about this stuff. And I went down the list of campaign finance violations. That was me doing a remedial search at 5 a.m. Eastern time that took five minutes. Type in campaign finance fines or or, uh, uh, FEC fine. FEC fine 1996. Oh, Al Gore, Bill Clinton, the DNC, and Bob Dole. Okay, both sides of it. Clinton, Gore, and the F and uh, the DNC plus Al Gore. Everybody got it. That's just how it is. So no, I'm not excusing any of that bad behavior. It's wrong. I'm saying let's put it into perspective. This is in no way a smoking gun against the president. When it is, if it is. I'll call him out for it. Michael Cohen, you were wrong to do this. It looks like the president was involved and wanted this to happen. And it's wrong. It's wrong, Chris, in my opinion. Even if not illegal, it's morally wrong Mm. to be paying people hush money for something like this. (laughs) Yes. It's wrong that that exists in our society. Can we change it? I don't know. But morally, it's wrong. All right. uh, Sign up for Patriot Mobile today and start fighting against that that DC machine. The D.C. machine, that's what they do as a conservative libertarian uh, cell provider. They provide that service and yet do not spend that money on the people, organizations, and candidates that you do not approve of. Because that's what's going on with every other cell provider in America today. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative cell company in the nation that fights for your values. They partner with conservative organizations like Gun Owners of America and the NRA and the Heritage Foundation and the Susan B. Anthony List and a bunch more to promote conservative change. It's the causes you believe in. They have a nationwide, super fast, super reliable network working for you, not against you. And deals, unlimited talk and text plans starting at just 20 bucks. Come on, man. $4 a month for uh, iPhones. This one is actually the one that I'm actually happy to say that my bill is $26. Because you have the tax, too. Yes. And that's not their fault. No. That's the things they're fighting Thank against. You. The little extra tax and the Obama <laughs> phone tax and all that stuff. Get your bill. And aside from the outrageous charge that your cell phone company is charging you, look at all those taxes and extra taxes. Yeah. Those are the things that Patriot Mobile is fighting against. 
because they're fighting for you against things like Obama phones. You can get Androids as well, but it's first come, first serve, limited amount, $4 a month for iPhones, various models. Sign up today at PatriotMobile.com slash Doc. PatriotMobile.com slash Doc or call 800-APATRIOT. Don't forget, do it today. I got Stephen English saying, so after that segment, I guess there will be a free screening of Gosnell at Chris Cruz Weddings. I hope there will be, yeah. Did you set that up? Is that what it was you were showing? That was supposed to be the surprise for... Saturday night. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not the type of thing you probably want to see at a wedding because it's grotesque. Do you do you know the story? Did yeah. you see the details in the day? Yeah. Do you remember the details of what they found when they went no, in his office? No, I don't remember. No. I, I can't even fully share everything they found, but it is grotesque to say the least. Uh, Cooler with a C saying, getting Nick Searcy in the first hour, Chris Cruz is stepping up his game. Uh, he is because Nick Searcy is an international film and television star. Yeah. I don't know if you know that or not. I do. It's right in his Twitter handle. He actually screams it because it's in full caps lock. Folks, he twig- tw- uh, uh, triggers everybody online by putting that in there. Follow his Twitter account and you'll see what I mean. Nick Searcy, Interna- it's, it's in the name. Yeah. He put it all up there. All caps. International film and television star. Hilarious. Love it. Hey, yesterday we talked uh, about pulling your kids out of school. The public school systems are horrible. My, you know what my wife says yesterday? Hmm. She, was, it's not, she doesn't listen to this program. Mm-hmm. She doesn't listen. She goes, we, have, we cannot send our kids to public schools. <laughs> and I was like, did she actually listen? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just paying attention to news stories. Well, what are your options about college? If your kids are going to go to college, and not every kid should, what are your options so they don't get indoctrinated at college? Well, there is a new college that started up, Statler College. Zach Johnson, the Director of Operations, joins us now. Hey, Zach, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Doc? Doing well. Uh, new college. Wow, that cannot be a, uh, an easy undertaking to say, let's start a new college. No, not, not at all. It's a, kind of a pile of work. <laughs> yeah, say. All right, so first of all, tell us a little bit about Statler College. Yeah, so Statler, we're, we're the first college to be started in Massachusetts since 1997, and we're, we're, kind, we're trying to disrupt the college model by actually going back in time to what the university would have looked like and when it first started here in the United States. All of our students will be taking a pretty rigorous core, Christian core curriculum, whether you're a biology major or a computer science major. And cost-wise, we're coming in way underneath all, all of the other private colleges. We're going to charge $9,000 a year in tuition. Whoa! Whoa, that is really low by comparison. Yeah, we're, so we're all privately funded. We did a huge couple of years of fundraising so that we don't have to sort of go for outside money and have people tell us what, what to do and how to guide our curriculum. Okay, now when you say what it looks, what it looked like, you know, when America first started, you're not talking knickers, powdered wigs, stockades, and burning witches or anything like that, right? No, I'm talking more about the core curriculum. So okay, gotcha. All, yeah, all of our students are taking biblical Greek, biblical Hebrew, church history, apologetics. So when they graduate college, they should really be adequately be able to say, "Hey, I I know the Bible. I know why I came to college to study." Okay, so. You say, I'm going to start a college, so obviously you need a curriculum, and I mean, you could do it online, but you have, do you have a campus? Yeah, so our campus is in downtown Boston. We're actually on the 17th floor of uh, one of the tall high-rises there. Okay. We have about two-thirds of the floor. 
Okay. So, and this is what happens. Um, you, you start off at the campus. You uh, you grow. Uh, you know, uh, increment. You know, slow but incrementally, and grow from there. What What are your aspirations? What do you have as a goal? Yeah, it's it's a great question. Our our founder he went to a, a small school in California called Caltech, and we're we're really trying to keep it pretty small and intimate. We're starting with a class of twenty two students, and over the next four or five years, we're trying to grow to like seventy students per class. Mm-hmm. So from like two two forty to three hundred at full capacity. Okay, so it still would be uh, a smaller um, student body, and I'm guessing that's because you want that type of education. Correct. And, you know, when, when we talk about college, we, we want our, our classmates to be able to look at each other and know every single person that goes to our college. We don't really want them to kind of get lost in a big C, like what typically happens in a, in a bigger school. This, is, this has got to be exciting. I mean, whenever you launch something like this, you never know where it's going to end up. This could end up being, I mean, Statler College could be the premier college 50 years from now. People look back and go, this is the premier Christian-centered college. It could, or it could be the biggest college in America. It could be anything. But if you know you're starting off with the right principles and you set your goals right, all it is is about execution then, right? Yeah, exactly. We, we, we hired a board that, that's keeping us on track. Everyone that we're, we're hiring at the college, we put them through a pretty rigorous test on our, our founding precepts to avoid that mission drift. And we're, we're dreaming to become exactly what you said, one of the premier Christian colleges in the country. This is, this is really exciting. I, I just pulled up your uh, Twitter account right now. How, um, uh, how, how did your students, uh, the 22 that are going this fall, because you're starting up just in a couple of weeks, uh, how, uh, how did they find you? Because, I mean, yeah. do, do you start promoting it like a couple of years ago? Is that what yeah, so we were approved at, at the end of 2016, and our founder, his name is Dr. Finney Caravillo. He, he's a pretty well-known, well-known man. He has a book called King Jesus Claims His Church. So we kind of had a network based off of his credentials that we, we went to. We kind of spoke around the country. So only out of those 22, they're from 11 different states, and only one of them is from Massachusetts. So that, that's kind of unusual as well. I just I see a tweet that um, you guys uh, had that said uh, Statler College announces its inaugural class of 2022. That that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't want to be 2023 because you're like uh, you were the second. You were the second. Yeah. You know, come on. <laughs> yeah, we we're we're saying that's providential. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's exciting. So, how can we help you in the future? Yeah, the the biggest thing we really need is to to kind of tell the word spread the word about Sattler. As we go into, grow into the future, we're going to need more applicants, and it always helps to, to have people know about us. And as well, just advocating and helping like a Christian institution in Boston, it's a, it's a hard place to, to sort of stand when they're, we're being, you know, it, we're trying to be a light in this city. And we're, so telling people about us and prayer is a huge thing too. We're you know, we're on our knees in prayer a lot of the times. Like you said, it's a big endeavor. So we're, we're looking for guidance. Anybody that knows the college realm can say, hey, you need to meet this person. They, they could help you out. That'd be great as well. Now, how are you guys doing drafting for the football team? How are you? Um, have you, you may not have a football team the first year. Yeah, so we, we don't have a football team. Okay. We're, we're actually... Along the, the lines of the, that price point, we, we actually make the argument that 
the, the cost of private education is actually skyrocketing because schools are competing around things on the peripheries, not exactly around the, on the education. Right. So we're really trying to keep it, you know, reined in tight. We're going to be excellent in academics, but we're not going to have a stadium. So <laughs> it's, it's funny because Chris had, um, had not filled me in that we were talking to you today. I had not no. seen that you guys had started up. I was un- until, uh, this morning and I started going through the list and I, I had seen an entry on our calendar, but I didn't know why we were going to speak with you. So I didn't know, you know, brand new college or anything. Yesterday afternoon, I was talking with a group of friends and we were talking about the, um, the lack of conservative schools, yeah. colleges in America today. There are only probably a few dozen conservative schools uh, none of them are gargantuan no. by any means. There's a couple of bigger ones out there. Um, most of them are, are more faith-based. Some are not. But there is a void for conservative schools. And if you can keep that price point low for people as yeah. well, man, I think you're on to something. Yeah, I, I appreciate the encouragement. That's what, you know, we don't look a lot exactly like those other schools are. We, you know, read through our founding precepts if you want to know more about us, but you know, we're, we're trying to keep it low and we're not trying to sacrifice for the quality on the quality of academics. If you go look at our, you know, some of the people involved, they've, we've come, we have people from some of the top institutions as well coming to teach here. So we're really excited. I have, a, it's interesting because I was reading uh, one of the quotes by the, one of the persons that is donating, you know, I mean, pledging money to you guys to school. And he goes, this is not a place for snowflakes. Nice. <laughs> If one of your person, one of your people that is pledging, you know, thirty million dollars of his own money to fund a school, and he says this is not a place for snowflakes, I want to send my kid there. That's uh, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> by by the way, um, you know, you you start merchandising a slogan like that, could be some <laughs> not for sm- filling the <laughs> filling the coffers there a little bit for future expansion. And I'm just saying, you know, if if by chance. Uh, Jack, you were willing to, you know, to send some. That's what I said, Zach. If you're if you're willing to send a, uh, you know, a sweatshirt or two here, we'd probably we'll wear, wear them. On oh, the air. for I'm sure. We'll, saying, wear, you know, we'll wear your colors just loud to and proud. You, out, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, shoot, shoot me, shoot me your address. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we just want to help you out. That's yes, all we this do. Is yeah, about, this is not know. about free t-shirts or sweaters. Exactly. Which is the best of luck. Uh, please keep us uh, posted on what's going on. If you have any, uh, you need, you know, anything you need promoted, any additional help you need spreading the word about something you're working on, please let us know and we'll be happy to help you. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. And you guys have a great day. Absolutely, buddy. Thanks so much. That's Zach Johnson, Director of Operations at Statler College. It's statlercollege.org. We'll tweet out a link to it as whatever. You could follow him uh, on Twitter. It's at Statler College. Yeah. And September 4th. So if you're a praying machine, play for that college because it's they're going to need it. That's a great They're point, in the yes. middle of Boston. It's got, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, it, no, that's crazy, of course. But it, it's got to be exciting. Think about this. On one hand, when you're part of something like that, even if you're starting up a business, whatever, you don't know where you're going. And how many times have we talked about starting businesses on this program, whatever? The negativity that we have in our own minds about, you can't do this. This is not going to work. You're not going to, hey, I think this might work. And you got to high for a second. It's not going to work. You just got that phone call. They can't do it. It's not going to work out. There's so much more negativity. So as you're starting something like this, you know all of the downsides. You're like, oh, we're not big enough to do this. And oh, we don't have that. And it's down, it's down, it's down. But yet we look back at, like even the founding fathers, you're like, Wow, look at what they did. That's incredible. They didn't know. 
That whole thing could have went away in a couple of years. And then think about how stupid it would have been. Yep. They have this huge declaration against the the king. Oh, you <laughs> thought that was going to work? Yeah. Remember that little uprising in 1776? We kicked their asses, right? That's a, oh, French wouldn't have been involved. And you go like this. Uh, declaration. Constitution. Yep. <laughs> they thought all men are created equal. The declar- Idiots. That's what they would have been saying. Yep. So hindsight's twenty twenty. You get something like this, you got to just stay with it. Do your best and stay with it. All right, get the tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today back in a minute with more on this The Morning Blaze. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. And comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Uh, so Chris Cruz is quickly working on being some sort of cult leader, and his first victim is clearly Mordecai. That's what Chris just throws stuff out, and Mordecai just accepts it. I don't know if he knows that Chris is screwing with him or doesn't care, doesn't want to take the time. I feel like there's a little bit of like uh, it's a little bit of both. Care. It's a little bit it's of like both. That. Chris says things, and I I just watch the conversation unfold, going. And here comes, there's the scam. There's the lie. And there's Mordecai seemingly believing it. <laughs> and Chris just lets it go. It's just, so yeah, it has t- become second The nature. conversation was- went like this. Mordecai walks in singing uh, Dancing Queen. You can dance. That's pretty good. That is, really. That's really good. So I said, uh, oh, you like Abba? And he went, no, not really. And I, was like, I never hey. said no, not really. I said I don't. I, this is literally the only song. I, I said know, I like so it's good or whatever. Say. He said that's the only one I know. So I mentioned a couple of other songs, and I said uh, there's Mamma Mia, and then I said and then there's Fernando. There yep. was you know, I don't know that one. Went start singing a little bit, and uh, <laughs> something in the air that night. The stars shine by bright Fernando, and then Chris says, or did you say no? He goes. Alejandro. I said that sounds like oh, yeah. Lady Gaga's Alejandro. Alejandro yes. song. And Chris goes, that's because she stole it. If you play it backwards, it sounds just like Fernando. Pause. He said, because she stole it. I, I still believe that she probably stole it because I've uh-huh. never heard Fernando. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's probably goes, true. If you play it backwards, it's why would it be backwards? Right. <laughs> exactly. That's when he goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and moved on. And Chris went on. I was like, such so a you're telling me if I play Alejandro backwards, it's not going to sound like Fernando. It may. I haven't uh, tried it. See, but that's where I stopped. I was like, okay, I'm I'm not going to well, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just going to accept that. Good night, Fernando. I don't know because I don't know who it was. Uh, I think it was a long time ago when I was uh, like a young kid when I heard like if you play certain cities backward, it says like Satan and blah blah blah. Uh, it was yeah. called so, backward masking back in the day. Oh, okay, okay, down. yeah. So that's every time someone says, that, I was like, oh, if you play you backwards, know, you play some of the uh, um, Beatles. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Paul yeah, really? Well, they're. I mean, we know Paul died and they replaced him. Yes. If you look at the cover of Abbey Road, mm-hmm. you know, they're walking across the crosswalk mm-hmm. there or whatever. One. Who's the only one barefoot? Oh. Paul. Okay, see, this is where I get lost see, into YouTube. Is... I get lost in these videos and I'm just like, oh, oh wow. Oh, my gosh. Look they replaced that. him. They knew. Yeah. Wow. It's true. 
Uh, Let's go back and look. Paul is dead. Paul <laughs> is dead. It's like that. It's super scary. Even if there's no yeah. hidden message behind it, it's like really scary to listen to. Because <laughs> you know what they wanted to do? They wanted to perpetrate the hoax. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. to replace Paul. Yes. But then go ahead and give you clues. <laughs> See, they didn't want anybody to know that they replaced him. That's a that's a secret. That's a secret. The record yes. sales yes. will tank. We got to yes. keep it a clue. But let's go ahead and drop clues. Backwards. Let's go. All is dead, right? You can put that in. All is dead. <laughs> face, the facial yeah, expression the of him face. is like Paul is dead. That's all you have to do. Paul is dead. Is all right. <laughs> well, you got your first uh, cult member here. Yes. Okay. He's like willing, he's willing to do whatever you want. I'm like sure that's coming up. Hey, if uh, you don't want to join a cult, but you still want to lose weight, you can do so with Riduzone. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. I could see them as a cult. Huh? I could see them as a cult. I would say cult following. Cult following. Yes, cult But they're not cult leaders. No. If you want to get together and form your own cult around it, fine. But that's not what they're about. They're just about weight loss. Yes. Effective weight loss. It works. That's the bottom line. What are you struggling for? You're looking in the mirror today. The pants aren't fitting. You're uncomfortable. You're angry. Mm. You're frustrated. Mm. Just try Riduzone. It works. Mm-hmm. Done. I have just solved a significant problem in your life. Go to Riduzone.com. It's not some weird drug that they've created no. in a lab to keep you hooked on the junk forever. Oh, yeah, you'll lose weight. But by the way, your uh, your nipple's going to fall off or some weird. Oh, no. You see the side effects of the drugs? Not the nipples. Yeah, you're, you're going to end up pigeon-toed when you're done with this. You're going to end up with rickets. No, none of that. You just <laughs> lose weight. It's, no, it's based on something that's already in your body called OEA. It's in the Mediterranean diet. Look for it today at Riduzone.com. It's Riduzone.com. TJ Topping saying Chris is dropping the ball on the interview pre-brief. Sounds like a legit segment. Thank you, Doc, for calling me out. What that I did not prepare you for that segment. That is the biggest right, lie in history. Just laying it out. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, you done uh, chuckle button and uh, torturing Mordecai to get a couple of tweets in here? <laughs> yeah, cause... I got a good one. All right, what do you got? Uh, B from SAVC saying, Sattler College should immediately serve Chick-fil-A. Oh, my gosh. Imagine the right. partnership, Sattler College, oh. Chick-fil-A. Man. That would be Man. awesome. Yes, our, our cafeteria, because only 22 people. Yes. Our, our cafeteria only serves Chick-fil-A. Come on, man. We we. Uh, what we do is we order out every day. <laughs> 22 meals. 22 meals. They see for the two saying, you know what's morally wrong? Hmm. Banging a porn star. Is it? I'm going to need a clarification. <sighs> Depending on the porn star. So I'll search that out. Banging stormy nails. See, I think that's a blanket statement with it not very nuanced. Okay. If you're saying it's wrong for a married man to... Bang a porn star is a blanket statement. I, f- I think you're missing all of the other subtle angles and possibilities where it maybe wouldn't be morally wrong. Okay. I mean, like, Chris, give me a scenario where it wouldn't be. I mean, you know, uh, 
Um, I'm thinking. I'm still thinking. I'll, I'll give you some time to think about it. You got to know this before you get married. I, I do. You got to know where the this morality is about the lies. front hole, the back hole, or the top hole. Hey, by the way, have you gone through that yet? Have your parents had that conversation with you? No, they have not. Is that something? As her parents, have they had the conversation as well? With me? No, with her. Oh, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You know, the conversation about what's going to be expected. No. Okay. Because now you're going to need this sex guide. Well, I got it. I printed it out. So I have it all okay, nice and printed good. out. Good. Can you laminate that as well? Oof, I guess, but I didn't think I would need to go back to it once I read it once. You're gonna be able to clean it off, you know. Just get that oh, laminate. that! Oh, because you're yes. gonna want that handy. Yes, you know. Ye- Sorry, handy. Sorry. Yes, yes, you but yes. The, you get that uh, right there. Keep yes. it, keep it by the bedside. Yes. Show me on the doll. Well, can we call it a doll? No, I mean that's a doll to say to kids in the future. Are you serious? A doll? How oh, very- you're right. Wow. Hmm. Wow, you obviously actually you know what you need this more than I do. You're right. <laughs> no, I was gonna say because you, of, you can't. know the, wow. you can't literally you cannot. Okay, we still have so many more questions. Let's just let's just move on. Celebrity Chef Patrick talks business and food trends with Doc Thompson and the always hungry morning blaze crew. He is so happy he was not part of that last bit. He was so happy we're just moving on. You know, I thought you were going to bring it to food like, uh, hey, what about the chocolate sauce, nope, Chef Patrick? Nope, Thank nope, you. We were nope, leaving you out of nope. this because that's only going to be trouble for <laughs> yep. you. It's pretty much going to be trouble for us as well. Hey, uh, Chef Patrick is here. If you need a business consultant, specifically the food uh, service business, but not necessarily, it's foodbizpro.com at foodbizpro on the Twitter. All right, we got uh, some new food trends coming up for next year, and I love discussing the food trends because we know what to look for and maybe some things to invest in as well. Uh, exotic flavors. Okay, so these are actually the, the food trends that were projected for this year, last year. That's not plantains, right? Oh, these are not next year. These were okay, the, the one pictures. Is. That's banana. Yeah. So these are the food we'll trends that we we're going to see. Uh, well, so these it could are be ones, a plantain. These are ones that were projected mm-hmm. last year to be hot this year. Correct. Did they actually make it? Are they a thing? Yeah, because, I mean, we never really stop in the middle of the year and say, oh, yeah, that really made it or didn't Were they right it. or yeah, not? Yeah, because when's the last time we evaluated Fox News for uh, food, food, you know. For their accuracy, right? Ah, uh, yeah, just projections, and they're not, they're not making it up. They're getting it from other sources. So but. Uh, this picture, Chris, you're sure that's bananas? Yeah, that's one hundred percent about plantains. Because plantains do not look like that when you slice them through the middle. How do you? You're, it's covered up with powdered sugar and stuff. How do you know? Uh, who is the banana slash plantain expert? Mm. Me or you? Is that the front <laughs> banana? Yes. Star- okay. Stormy Daniels, I believe. You think so? Yeah. See, we're getting in trouble here. I let's know. Move. All right. I hey, let's let let it go. Come on. Right, now, okay, okay, next, 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 next picture. Next picture. Plant plant based diet. Okay. So exotic flavors were those the thing this year? Yeah, I think not necessarily exotic, but also ethnic. Um, are, is becoming more prominent. Uh, flavors from Morocco, these deep, rich, earthy flavors, um, and a lot of a lot. If you've seen Chris, you've seen how much Latin flavor has become mainstream, and I think it's it's becoming even more so now. Yes, Taco tomato, Bell is, is mainstream. What is tomato jam? Tomato Ooh. jam. Tomato jam is basically it is. It's, it's like a it's, tomato chutney, or kind of. Yeah, it's like a it's a chunky jelly that's okay. that's sweet and. Can I put that on bread? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a savory and a sweetened version of it. Yeah, but look, get- we, look at the food show at the t- the uh, the Texas Restaurant Association marketplace. Uh, Tom and I had bacon jam. It's based bacon and onion jam. It's it's bacon. Deep. That's my jam. Oh man, it's delicious. How can you jam bacon? Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So we have even fast food restaurants that at least started with the concept that they would be based on certain ethnic foods. Mm-hmm. Probably the biggest Taco Bell. 
Right? Yeah, Taco Bell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we do have some Italian fast food, um, but they're not really that popular, which is shocking because Italian foods huge. I mean, yeah, it's one of the most. If, if you ask people what their their favorite food is, typically Italian. the number one answer is Italian. Okay, so you know that. Okay, we don't have uh, fast food Indian. We have fast food Asian restaurants now. Well, I think if you like, there are some. But if you're if you're in New York City, they do this. So they have like uh, the little vendors. They have kebabs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, not Middle Eastern food. Indian. Listen, yeah. that's not really. And it's not. Yeah. I mean, how come Tulsa? Two minutes. How come Tulsa doesn't have? Uh, Hello, thank you for coming to Indian Express. <laughs> nope. Right, and you nope. just hi. They don't have that. And you, you boom, you pull up. You Maybe eat. there's a little bit of pride in service there, possibly, because if you think about the chains that 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 we think are. Ethnic fast food, right. Taco Bell. Um, what's the other? What's the one that does the orange chicken? Panda Express. Panda Express. My kids love Panda Express. I mean, Those that's aren't really re- traditional, but at least no. they started. But do you see idea any outside it. of like cities where it's like a food cart? Do you see any, um, you know, Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell type fast food for any of the other ones? You don't see a lot. Not of many. It. I mean, Panda Express probably gets pretty close for for Chinese, uh, Japanese, Japanese. Uh, it's Chinese. 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 It's a mix. Panda, it's a mix. Well, yeah, I, but I don't think there's really, I don't think there really is anything like that. British. Is there really British? Arthur Treacher's fish and chips. Is that the closest? <laughs> what about so what? Der Wiener Schnitzel. Remember that one? Okay, German. So you did have that. Is yeah, that German? Not really, because it was hot dogs. But but did it start? I think the, it's Der Wiener. The name. The name. Right. Okay. Oh, although we do have Scottish. You do have the Scottish chain. Who? What's the that Scottish one? fast food? It's one of the McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, he's so stupid. <laughs> what, is, so what are stupid, you dude. talking about? Dude, I knew it was something like that. Uh, haven't you gotten haggis so off the value menu? You haven't gotten that? No, that's the secret menu. Oh, that's yeah. the secret one. All right, other food trends that were supposed to be popular this year. Uh, did we reach plant-based diets? Did that Did that happen? Absolutely. So plant-based proteins, plant-based milks, um, you know, cashew milk, all that kind of stuff is becoming more mainstream. Uh, how many people do you know that, that cut dairy out Seven. completely? <laughs> that only drink love. <laughs> I love. I love when people do that. I do all the time. Eight. Eight. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. No, eight. I do eight, know. Yeah. I forgot my cousin Steve. <laughs> but almond milk. Like I don't. I don't really drink regular milk anymore. I, I drink almond milk. He's a bougie. Shut up. No, <laughs> I, I just feel better. Right there, dude. White privilege. That's what I drink. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> I still have a cow in the back. It's not about white privilege. And what is it about? It's about men sticking together. Um, and you pick almond milk. All men milk. Oh, it's shit. not for the I, ladies. I, you want to drink that from from an udder? That's girly that milk one. there. I literally <laughs> fell for the almond. I literally <laughs> fell for that one. I'm so embarrassed right now. For those of you keeping count, that's two dad jokes within two minutes. Yes. Uh, but no, but, uh, here's the thing. I uh, have realized. Mm, back up. All people have trouble with cow milk at some point in their life. Oh, yes, yes. And mm-hmm. certain ethnicities reach that level of uh, lactose intolerance mm-hmm. earlier than others. Yes. As, as generalities. I can drink milk and eat dairy, and I'm fine. It's not a huge problem. If I eat a lot of it, it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm at that point. So I kind of pick and choose. So if I'm going to have cereal, I'm going to drink a glass of milk or something like this, or I need it, I go ahead and have the almond milk as more of the regular, a lot of proteins, it's healthy. And then I save the milk for cooking if I want, like, a uh, fettuccine Alfredo or something. Or if I'm I'm just going to have a big bowl of ice cream. Or that as well. Mm -hmm. So then I get limited amounts. That's all. You think it's bougie? You guys are bougie. How much is your almond milk? I don't know. About 
probably 50 cents more per It is not hour. 50 cents more. So you've priced it. So yes. you've bought it. No. Well, I've figured to join the club with the almond milk. It's probably $3 a half nope. gallon. 89 Chris, cents for, for a gallon of milk Chris. <laughs> over there. You're, you're trying to be accepted in the white community you do, here. 89 you cents? You the white girlfriend. Do you read the expiration date on that? Yes. Okay, just check. You, you got to start. Just come on, man. Get on board with the almond milk. No. Nah. You can do an almond coconut blend. Ooh. I do like coconut milk. Coconut milk is good. All right. Uh, floral flavors. I, I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of that this year. Not really. They said that was going to be big. No, not. Uh, give me an example. Lavender. No, but give me an example on a dish. Well, I, th- I think it's you know, a lot of cocktails have oh, like on rose, cocktails. Yeah, rose oh, okay. water. But okay. I mean, rose okay. water is terrible anyway. I don't know why. And by the way, lavender as a food flavor is really mm-hmm. rough. No, as, a, I, as something you put in like a, in a, a sauce, like a caramel sauce or a creme anglaise, uh, which is basically a custard sauce, yeah. that's great because it's just a, it just gives that great aroma, right? I don't know if scent. I've ever had it. Like, anytime I eat lavender, I don't like the flavor. I, I keep thinking I'm eating perfume. I know mm-hmm. it's programmed. My wife and I, one time, we went out to this uh, restaurant with friends in Richmond, and it was a restaurant that we knew was not going to be legit. It was not going to work. But they insisted we go. So we go there, and it was a fail from start to finish. And then the couple insisted we get, we all get this lavender soup or something. We're like, <laughs> okay. And we get it, and it was not good. And my wife was disgusted. Disgusted by it. All right, Avenue, I'm going to recipe challenge for the listeners. Like a cream of asparagus lavender soup. Oh, I think awesome. Oh, uh, no, not really, but. No, I'm like, seriously, if you come up with something like that, I'll try it. Fruit, food transparency. In okay. other words, mentioning what's in it, if they're GMO and Tra- stuff. Right? Traceability is the big thing. Is that okay? I think so. So they're even using blockchain technology, and they're they're embedding that code in the in the barcodes and, and other um, oh. batch batch uh, indicators on there's packaging. an interesting one so mm-hmm. i hadn't thought about that blockchain used for uh product tracking correct mm-hmm. that is cool yep and that's that's become a big thing now because everybody wants to know okay mm-hmm. you know, especially if there's a foodborne outbreak of illness outbreak they want to be able to trace it back so all those little um, you'll see the codes not just a barcode which they can do some of that with the mm-hmm. barcode but if you see the other little um, like kind of uh, marks the little scantron like thing, little scan marks whatever what is that thing called Chris the really ugly little digital looking code it's a little square with a bunch of oh, QRC Q, Q, thank you yeah QR, yeah um, they have all of those at the factories they put these codes yeah. on. Mm-hmm. The individual products, but then when they shrimp, shrink wrap the entire pallet, they'll mark it as well, so they know where it is where in transit. Mm-hmm. But well, then that, blockchain, but then that also cool. that could also be trans that could also be transferred to the shipping log, right? So the now you know lading. now you know who handled it, so on and so forth. Uh, so wow, food transparency—that's going to be even more. It's going to be transparency with everything. This is mm-hmm. we want to know where it comes from, what's in it. I think that's reasonable. I hate the government mandating things. I hated that they mandated food labeling. Uh, and uh, menu labeling. Yep. But I appreciate having the calorie counts and stuff. And my only reluctant acceptance of government mandated uh, menu labeling, where it says you have to say how many calories and all that stuff in food, my reluctance to accept it is at least now there's no excuse. So yep. in the past, they would say, well, uh, you know, uh, you're um, eating too much trans fats and salts and all this. So the government has to tell you the kids with the sugar this week, we can own, we're in Paso Law in California. The kids can only have water or milk as part of their meal when they're at a restaurant. Why? Well, because kids are eating too much. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
you mandated the calories and everything's on the menu. Sorry, it's the now par- it's choice, Now it's right? the parent's choice. Right. Mm-hmm. In other words, they could plead ignorance, which I didn't you know, agree with. But now it's there. Yep. So no I excuse. like having it on there. Uh, non-traditional superfoods. Superfoods. Have those superfoods. Really foods. You know, I think you're seeing more of that. You're seeing these non-traditional grains. The uh, quinoa has become a big thing. That's almost a staple yep. now. That's a mainstream. Yep. And then you have other things like um, teff is really becoming. Um, oh, teff is awesome. Now that's. Uh, it's act- do you know? Do you know? Right. Yeah. Do you know the the name for that is actually called Williams Lovegrass. Oh, Williams Lovegrass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's very quinoa like. It's very small grain. Um, but they teff, teff they make into. I've had it in like a stretchy bread form. Mm-hmm. Is that that's what it? Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they they you can make so a flour you can make it out of it. You can f- make a flour out of okay. it, or you can just you can actually eat it as a grain. It's very much like quinoa. The size. Oh. The, Have you ever had the teff uh, when you get it at Ethiopian restaurants? Then I think so. And that's the bread that you eat the. Oh yes, right? and you the, pick the stuff in, yes, mm-hmm. yes, and it's yes, kind yeah. of like stretchy, spongy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's like a, a that's a pita. Oh, then not having that. <laughs> Buckwheat's another one. Have you ever had buckwheat? Buckwheat's awesome. Buckwheat is it's very very like you can just buy the whole grain buckwheat <clears throat> and steam it like rice, and you can use it for anything. I used to make a risotto out of it at Nobu. Uh, I've had um, like uh, buckwheat uh, soups with buckwheat mm-hmm. in it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I also like barley in that. Soup. Barley's, I love but barley. My mom would Beef make uh, buckwheat pancakes when I was a kid now mm-hmm. and then, and those are awesome as well. And then portable proteins. Yeah. Well, well, yes. No, no, it's not oh. that. It's not. Yes. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> what, what is it? So I'm not even going to ask. Okay. So um, are you every- sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> Everything from non-refrigerated lunchable style meals See, to protein bars to, you know, like that the, was all I was going to say. One of the big ones that, so my daughter's a huge fan of, um, you can buy the little, the, the tuna packs. Buddy. No, the tuna packs where you, you know, you can, uh-huh. it's got crackers and then a little can of tuna fish or chicken salad. Oh in yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're not, you don't have to refrigerate them. Um, oh yes. Yeah, well, those that. are taken off. Um, mm-hmm. The Starkist has the uh, just yeah, the tear open yeah, pack exactly. around yep. there, or whatever. That's yep. really yep. smart. And then you have like the little the little one, um, the ones that have like the little piece of chocolate, and they have uh, almonds and then cranberries or whatever in a little oh, snack pack. Oh yeah. yeah the, what are those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the little uh, nosh boxes. Nosh, is that what no, they call them? Something like no. that. Yeah. The, what is They're the really one, tasty. What's the one that you order online where there's like you can choose? They give you the uh, they they give you like twenty different little yeah, things. Yeah, they in the give box. you little boxes. They'll say you can get two or four boxes together, whatever, mm-hmm. but you can choose from like thirty different things. Those are those are pricey, but I yeah. love the concept it, of that. It's worth it though. <clears throat> I really love the go. concept of that when you're hanging out and talking with friends at like a coffee mm-hmm. shop or something where you just eat some, you know, um, have, you know fruit or. Have something. you seen the flavor that Bumblebee tuna has come out with with their, no. their flavored tuna? They have like jalapeno, sriracha, lemon oh, pepper, sun dried tomato, I had the lemon, lemon sesame, and ginger. I want to try that one. Those sound really good. All right, let me get a quick break in and then we'll come back to the lightning round and hit some uh, headlines that are going on right now. If you're looking for uh, really an alternative grain, something that's really healthy and tasty, try the Minestalgia Wild Rice. Oh. Because although it is a grain, it's a, it's a rice, it's more of the seed. Quinoa and some of those, the reason they're so healthy, they're more of a seed, right? Yep. So you don't have just all starch. It's also a protein. Yep. Absolutely. It's almost a complete, actually, wild rice is almost a complete protein. It's the most complete protein I believe you can find in a grain. It needs just that much help, and it is the perfect protein yeah. for you, whatever. And if you put some other seasoning, you just will... 
Boop. Yeah, so you know it's gluten-free, you know it's healthy for you, you know it's awesome, but really the reason you want it is because it tastes good. It does. And once you start working with it and you really... For me, I cook it a lot more than the package says because I want it much chewier. And I did that, and I did them both ways, and I like it the way that you told me. Yeah. Way better. Yeah, I add... And I've uh, toyed around with this quite a bit in the kitchen. Add more water. Some yep. of um one of them, because they have the cultivated and then mm-hmm. the wild, I, I cook even more, like double what it says with uh, with a little more of the water. And uh, that way it's more chewy because I want it more like a like a sticky rice. Well, if you don't have yeah. two hours, you don't have an hour to cook it, they have the parboiled mm-hmm. stuff as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look for all their products at blazewildrice.com. So tasty. And then you've got all the things made from the wild rice. So you got the flowers. You're like, Doc, I want to cook and make other things. Make it from the, the Minostalgia wild rice flour. And it's just as healthy because it's just the ground wild rice. You also got the whipped honeys, the jams, the jellies, the, the, mm, the hot beer cereals. jellies. Oh, that's right. They got the hot cereals. Mm. These are really healthy because they don't add the sugar. They just put some mm-hmm. of the fruit in it with Blueberry it. and stuff like that. And cranberry. Mm-hmm. And then you can say, all right. I'll put a little bit of sugar or not. Or maybe I add a honey or something else that I, Some I want honey in too. my diet, mm. whatever. Awesome stuff. Just go to blazewildrice.com. Try the sampler packs or the variety packs with TRY10 as the promo code. TRY10 at blazewildrice.com. You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I gained uh, kind of a lightning round here. Just some food headlines I saw that might be of interest. Headline from Eater: A boozy milkshake crawl of the Vegas Strip on a hundred and seven degree day. One more time. A boozy. Are you sure that's a boozy? Not bougie. Boozy. <laughs> okay. A boozy. What do you think? That's what. Is bougie? Is it bougie? Yes. That's bougie. I think there's a U in it's there for bougie. bougie. It's bougie. No. That's Doc Thompson. That's bougie. And you kept saying, I was like, what is he talking about? And I was like, I even Google it. How do you spell boozy? Like if something's you with booze in it. You don't spell boozy with double O. Yeah, booze is B-O-O-Z, so boozy would be O-O-Z-Y. It's bougie. I think you might be right. Thank you. No, you're wrong. You you're sure? Wrong. Yep, booze. Booze with an E. <laughs> See, look at this. I yep, know. Look I at know. that. I booze. Miriam. So it's either bougie or boozy. Uh, these all have booze Sorry, Chris, in them. I'm not going to play. You got you you to put the hand down there. Give me the signal. You know what, Chris? I think it might be. How do you spell bougie? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but it was so close when I saw that. That's bougie. No, like, you're right. Because you know why I start questioning? When you look at these, yeah. they're incredibly bougie. They're bougie. Yes. They are so bougie. They are bougie. They are. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe you really had me going. <laughs> They are bougie it's, and boozy. It's boozy, yeah. A boozy milkshake crawl of the Vegas Strip on a 107-degree day. That's beautiful. Mm. Okay, so these Alcohol, are Alcohol, just... dairy, and 107 degrees. What could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's always been going wrong in Vegas. So these are the foo-foo, uh, milkshake-y, mm. think oh mudslide on steroids. Well, yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen the pictures of these milkshakes? They are not milkshakes. These no, are is, no. This is masterpiece. It's a decadent they, alcohol dessert. They're, no, they're works of art. They're works they're of art. I mean, it's, it's a it's a it's a the last course of a meal for four. Wow! Really? 
These and and some of them are. Uh, we'll tweet out a link. Some to are it. too much to be honest with you visually, and they're hard to eat because there's so much stuff piled on top. Yeah, so one of them has a big slice of cake on top. Um, mm-hmm. but some of them though that? are more are more like, hey, here's just an interesting yes. milkshake. So at, at Bobby's Burgers Bar, all right, that's Bobby Flay's place, yeah. um, and that's at the Mandarin. That's just basically a classic milkshake, and you can choose your shot of. Um, I think you get vodka, rum, um, or bourbon. That's my kind of milkshake. The other ones, though, if you want to go out and be really decadent and have a great, you know, just kind of an end of a meal. Like, I've been to um, Holstein's, which is at the Cosmo, Cosmopolitan. What, wow, what, that's a, one of the restaurants that's a, there? That's actually one of the places. It's actually a, it's, it's kind of a cow-themed bar restaurant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice, but though. Yeah, there's, there's, their milkshakes, I think the, there's the one that has the big, um, yes. the marshmallow on top, yes. right? Yeah. That's that's the only that was the very first one I ever had. It's the um, campfire s'mores. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they also have the chocolate. I mean the um, edible straws. That's which it. Is great. But that one, it's like it's got it's got marshmallow, vodka, ice cream, chocolate sauce. It's <clears> topped <throat> with an oversized toasted marshmallow, mm-hmm. s'mores, chocolate balls, candy sticks, mm-hmm. and chocolate covered graham crackers. Okay, we'll share this on uh, Twitter. I just posted on Facebook so you can see. Uh, next uh, headline we got to get to: pineapple Korean chicken thighs. Now, the reason I brought this up, I originally wanted to address this. Turns out it's just a recipe. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was a racial slam. <laughs> I thought of it course was. You did. Of I course. thought it was like, hey, look at that chick with the pineapple Korean chicken thighs. And actually, then I thought it's just a recipe. Actually, it looks right? pretty good. I'd All like right, to see so that Korean girl. Patrick yeah. will go ahead and uh, tweet, we'll out tweet a link that to out. that. And I do have to bring up this other headline I saw, and this is uh, eating pasta could save your life. Yes, Look, I saw ultra, that. Ultra low carb diets just aren't good for you. Eat healthy carbs, a good balance, lots of veggies. So protein. too many is bad, too few is bad. Correct. Right in the middle. Yep. Right. Under 40%, over 80% bad. All right, find out more about Patrick Mosier by going to at FoodBizPro on Twitter, and we'll tweet out links to these so you can check them out for yourself. Good stuff. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, I was willing to admit I was wrong. I didn't know. That's fine. I may still be. But why the hell am I supposed to accept Mordecai's spelling? You know what? Another mic on there. You go. What's that? I'm the dude. You're the dude for what? The the youth's person, whatever we the were saying the youth. You're the youth outreach. That doesn't yes. mean you can spell. No. <laughs> what? For example, B from SAVC saying the TMB crew discussing spelling and word pronunciation next on English for the gifted. Right, exactly. For the gifted. <laughs> I just was, Chris threw me off kind of messing with me on yes. the boozy, and I was like, Maybe that is how they spell bougie. See, for a second, I was like, oh, I got him, I got him. But then I was like, bougie, bougie. Because, first of all, the word boozie, you don't see. You see no, you booze. Don't. Yes. And I look it up and I was like, I know what they're going for here. And all these drinks have alcohol. But, but then I looked at it and I was like, bougie. all of them are incredibly bougie, too. Yes. 
And I was like, so you're telling me you know how to spell bougie. Yeah, bougie. Okay, yes. How do you spell bougie? Go. B-O-U-J-E-E. Bougie. Okay. I got TJ Topping saying. Okay. I got different spellings now. What? No, I'm just saying. Can you use it in a sentence? Yes. Um... Uh, I took my girl to the mall. She wanted this really fancy dress. I told her, damn, girl, you looking bougie right now. Okay, that was like four sentences. That you was, you used, the, used that in a paragraph. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, one sentence, please. Um, See, I can't trust this. I can't no, okay, hold this. on. We I? gave you one. Wow, those milkshakes are bougie. Yeah, that works. Okay, there it is. Okay, but, no, thank you. but, okay. but the word you were, you were reading in the article, it was not bougie. It was boozy. I know, but we asked no. who's bougie. Uh, All right, what did he say? Uh, TJ Topping says bougie spelled B O U S H Y. See? And he bougie? actually mm-hmm. and he actually gave me the no. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. And it says Boom. bougie, Boom. a person who is upper middle class or attempts to act as if they are upper middle class. Do me a favor. Mm. Go to Google. Let's go to the primary source. Migos. Okay. Type in bad and bougie, and you'll see that it is B-O-U-J-E-E. They're the people... You know the source? Yeah. Who's Migos? Migos? They're Who's uh, Migos? they're yeah. like a rap trio. Of course it is. Oh, son of, of a... That's how I your... know that it's B-O-U-J-E-E. Okay. The people... Yes, let's trust the rap community and, by the way, listen, to give us the right They're the ones that made it popular with that song. Yes. So where would you go, but sometimes Z has a Z. Yeah. And you tell me I'm going to take the people that say little is little. For the people who just couldn't say the entire word little, it was just, I keep saying little over and over. It's so taxing on me. That extra satol just says, oh my gosh. It's easier to rhyme words with little. Now that I've the end of the word little, I have so much energy throughout the day. I literally made little. I can now lift a car. He's worse than the people from West Virginia. All right. Any more tweets? Anyone have any more for us? Uh, No. Oh, yes. Jeremiah is saying, do not take spelling advice from Chris Cruz. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Let's take it from the Mexican. Uh, He really got me, though. I did. did I did. But then I got myself. I'm so pissed that I got myself. Because you start thinking, maybe it is bougie. Yes. (laughs) And I'm over here flapping my wind to to tell Patrick to freaking follow along. Yeah, I saw Patrick had this look of like, what's going on here? These guys are morons. All right. All right. We'll uh, post the link. I'd already put it on Facebook. You can check out the drinks look really good, by the way. Oh, no. All right. I saw a story, and I want to get your guys' take on this. Starting today, actually starting yesterday, prisoners in 17 states are on strike. Four. Prisoners are on strike for three weeks. For what? For what? What are you talking about? Why? To protest slavery. What are you... What are you... What? No. What are you... Do not tell me that they are calling themselves slaves. It's modern day slavery. They could suck it. Are you kidding me? Chris, it's modern day slavery. It's not like they riled them up and said, Hey, Brownie. Hey, Whitey. Hey, Blackie. Get over here. You're going to prison. Wow, Chris. Are you kidding? Modern day slavery. They're saying that the prison conditions is akin to modern day slavery. Uh, Here's the thing. You broke the law. You're lucky you have a bed to sleep in. The demonstrations are planned uh, through September 9th, which is the anniversary of the Attica Attica prison riots uh, in 1970. 1971 was a huge ground zero for prison uh, questions if prisons were humane or not. Mm -hmm. You had a guy in, I think it was San Quentin, 
take a guard or a couple of guards prisoner, and they killed him. Wow. He, he was whatever. And then on the heels of that, just weeks later, the Attica prison riot. Attica! Prison riots. I love that saying, by the way. Attica. I love that. I and like you get the cans. SpongeBob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a quick Attica there reference. Is. It's SpongeBob. There is. But anyway, so that's their, their anniversary date. Now, according to... Are you ready? Yes. According to the Incarcerated Workers Organizing Committee... Who? Wait, what? The Incarcerated Workers, or the IWOC. The Incarcerated... It's a union. It's a union for prisoners. Prison workers. Prisoners. The Incarcerated (laughs) Workers... Prison workers have now unionized, just so you You know. You've got to be kidding. They Mm. say protesters are demanding humane living conditions, access to rehabilitation, because, you know, all prisoners want to be rehabilitated. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, they're all in there going... If only my spending these three or four years here in prison could rehabilitate me so I could shed these evil ways. Yeah, that pedophile, mm-hmm. that the, rapist, yeah, he really wants to be re- yeah, rehabilitated. The they're like, yeah. I, I, what I really want in here is to be rehabilitated. Yes, that's what they want. Is that what yes. they're thinking? Huh. Yes. So, humane living conditions. Are uh, they inhumane? I don't think so. Access to rehabilitation, sentencing reform, of and... Course. As they spell out, quote, the end of modern day slavery, Chris. Unbelievable. Somehow the person. Do you want to know why it's modern day slavery? Why, Doc? Why? Because they work. They don't have to work. It's not a chain gang where they're forcing them. Okay. You have in some prisons the opportunity to work in the prison or even outside the prison walls if it's like a road detail or something. Mm -hmm. You have the opportunity in some areas to work if you choose. And they don't pay you minimum wage. And what do they pay you? <clears throat> whatever they set it at. A dollar, two dollars, three bucks, whatever. Hmm. So you're still getting paid. Yeah, that's right. So it's In modern, prison. It's, it's modern voluntary. day slavery. And it's voluntary. Yes, it's voluntary. Yeah. So, the work is, is voluntary. Okay. And you do get paid. Okay. While choosing to do this in prison, but it's modern day slavery. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, in fact, they cited uh, some uh, inmate uh, firefighters. Huh? Wait. I don't know where this area is particular, but it's inmate firefighters mm. who make $1 per hour plus $2 per day. And that's modern day slavery? Modern day because okay. they're volunteering to do it while in prison. Hold on. Let me. You're writing that down? <laughs> you have to write this. Because uh, I'm doing calculations. Calculations. Uh, you're figuring this stuff out, ciphering. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, it's not. I'm not, no. Uh, they say the use of inmate labor has been scrutinized by the prisoners. Um, they say uh, they want to fight. Uh, they, uh, some firefighters have been used to fight California, California wildfires, but they say they're mm. not making enough. So, Chris, now <clears throat> you boil that down and they bring up the money for the prison workers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does it sound like it might be something else? Yes, there's something in the play. Like they just want more money. Yes. Yeah. It's not so much about modern no. day slavery no. as. Give me more money. Yeah. Uh, so if you had to prioritize what their goals are, you get humane living conditions, okay. access to rehabilitation, mm-hmm. sentencing reform, mm-hmm. end of modern day slavery, mm-hmm. and making more money. Which one do you put up there? Like their real goal is uh, the living. Yeah, conditions. make more money. Make more money. Oh. oh, I was. You don't think more money's on the top? No. Oh, I think it's make more cash. Probably. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, are you thinking from their perspective? I'm thinking oh, yeah, from yeah. my perspective. Oh uh, no. I no, live it from their perspective. Yes, they want to make more money. That's what yeah. they need more cigarettes money. No, what? Cigarettes money. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the uh, spokesperson for the protesters and the International Workers Organizing Committee, 
They said every single field and industry is affected on some level by prisons, from our license plates to the fast food we eat to the stores we shop at. Wait, they still do license plates? I think some do. They still do. Not all, but some do. That's legit. That's pretty cool. Some, we really need to recognize how we are supporting the prison. uh, So we need to really recognize how we are supporting the prison industrial complex through the dollars that we spend. That's what we need to do. broke the law. Have we forgotten why these people are in prison? Have we forgotten that they broke the law, they committed a crime, the... uh, 12 people of their peers said, yes, you're guilty of whatever you did. Go serve your punishment. Now we have to be like, okay, you're going to serve your punishment. We'll pay you $18, a month, uh, $18 huh. an hour. Oh. You can have a nice little cushy <laughs> blanket, a nice little queen-size bed, you know, and then we're going to give you some nice AC. You know, no. that meal is no longer going to be a meal. It's going to be a bougie meal with a nice milkshake with a cake on top. And a boozy. And a yeah, boozy. Maybe both. <laughs> boozy, is that, boozy. Are you kidding me? It's a you prison. Don't see, you don't see, I, I'm not getting sympathy from you. No. If you're trying to express some sympathy, I worked at a prison. <laughs> I worked in military prison and a normal prison. My dad worked on a prison. I know you're there to be punished and Listen, not if like you're, if you're going for sympathetic, it's not coming across. It that should way. not come across that way like at not, all. It seems like it you're is not. the stupidest thing. Once again, this huh. this stupid generation is pissing me off. It doesn't seem like whoa, you're that whoa, concerned whoa. about. I am not concerned. Why? Why am I concerned hmm. about someone that broke the law? For hmm. example, murder someone, and now he's bitching because he wants more money that's for something it, that he's uh, done voluntarily. That's, that's if they really murdered someone. You got convicted of murder. You don't think there's anybody innocent in prison? Yes, there are. But a murderer got convicted as a murderer and he wants more money? Shut up. Get your bougie ass back to prison. So you don't think they should make minimum wage? Nope. They should not make any money. You know what? The whole modern slavery that said, you know what? They make it. Let's, let's make it real for them. Let's put them in chains. Let's tie them all together and start Whoa. breaking rocks. Let's play just old school. I'm getting just a little bit of racism there. Really? Racism? Are there more black people in prison? I have no idea. Oh, there are. So if you're talking chains and slavery, I see what you're going for. I see what's going on there. And by the way, they're going to hold sit-ins and hunger strikes. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to hold uh, sit-ins. They're going to refuse to report to their assigned jobs. They will have sit-ins and they will begin their hunger strikes. Uh, All that affects you guys, you idiots. That's if you true. refuse to work, guess who's going to do your laundry? Nobody's going to do your laundry. If you refuse to cook for each other, who's going to cook? Nobody's going to cook. And if you take a hundred straight, guess what? That saves me money because I don't have to freaking pay you to eat. And I may sit right here. Yes. I may sit right here. Oh, this is the stupidest thing I've seen. Wow, you really are triggered by the prisoners. Yes, yeah, because you lost. You voluntarily murdered, raped, committed a crime. You did that. So now you pay the price. I thought you were a Christian. That doesn't mean crap in here. What are you talking about? What do you mean Christian? You broke the law. Pay the consequences. You don't want the Bible says that somewhere. Burn the Leviticus area. It's you broke the law. You pay the consequences. <laughs> And shut Leviticus, up. Always living. No, I'm just saying I would think you would want these people to be treat, treated humanely as a they Christian. Are, Doc, have you seen prisons? Are they being lynched? Are they being uh, chained together? Do they have somewhere to sleep? Yes. Do so, they have somewhere so to eat? So anywhere, yes. anything shy of lynching, you're cool with? Yes. As long as they have a place to sleep. Yes. It doesn't matter where that place is. No. It could be in a box of broken glass. Yes. As long as they have a place. Yes. It's not inhumane. Have you seen Mexican prison? That is... 
modern day slavery. If you're in the United States and you're in a prison, shut up. You're living bougie. You are living. You- Come on, doc. You're saying American prisons are bougie? Yes, compared. To- oh, have you not seen any documentary of any prisons outside the United States? No, no, I haven't. Oh my prison gosh. break. Oh, that's a good one. Prison too. Break, the documentary Prison Break. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, most especially in Mexico, they're like like thirteen people in one cell. Here, one or two. Yeah, exactly. With more people, you get more of a party atmosphere. <laughs> oh, so that's what they want. Right. You want a- uh, There's no AC in any other uh, prison that I know, other than the United States. There's no AC. There's no central AC unit. Wow. All right. Man, who knew? I was just going to bring this up as a casual thing. Oh, <laughs> oh bitch, so. you just bring it up casually. You got to just bring it up because you know that this takes me what? off. You know, and by the way, no. here's a quote from an idiot that says prisoners understand they're being treated as animals. Prisons in America are a war zone. Who created that war zone? You, you idiots. You know what? I think um, you're also probably somebody who supports President Trump ripping children. From their mother's oh, arms. is that what he's in, doing? In, in putting them in cages. It's, yeah, is that so what he's doing? So you support putting these prisoners in cages? Uh, yes. Yes! <laughs> Keep them away from me! I don't want to be murdered, raped, or robbed! Okay, let me get a break. Get back in a moment with more on The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze. Inappropriately appropriating cultures since 2012. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on The Blaze Radio Network. With Doc Thompson. All right, I, uh, a bunch of people are commenting on prison reform and the comments of the prisoner striking. Uh, number one, I think it's ridiculous that they're striking. It is. I think it's uh, it's silly. I do recognize some of what they're saying, but no, let me back up. Yeah, please. Their claims, I think, are primarily horse crap. Okay. Okay. The better living conditions and that they're not talking about the the real problems in prison with this. Okay. There are real problems with American prisons still better than the rest of the world. I'll give you that. But the better living conditions they're talking about are not those problems. They mean we want a more cushy lifestyle. Yes. I do not believe it should be cushy. No, it should not be cushy. I don't think it has to be like being in a gulag or something. Of course not. It should, it's not, that's not what I'm talking about. And, you know, there's people, oh, they get TV and whatever and blah, blah. You know, some of the reasons they give them TV and all of this stuff hmm. is to keep the prisoners passive. Yes. So they don't riot. And it doesn't yes. cause other problems. What I think is wrong is when there is any type of prison violence, doesn't have to be a rape, uh, even rape, but any assaults, violence, the fact that any of that is accepted because we accept this prison, prison justice. Uh, justice, yeah. Jay oh, no, that's wrong. justice because that's you were a rapist wrong. or whatever. No, wrong. No, if we, this, as people who believe passionately in personal freedoms, if we say you have done something wrong and therefore we as a society have deemed we will infringe your rights, because that's what you're talking about, your rights. We are taking away your rights. If we are going to do that, we are accepting the responsibility of your safety and security. 
if you believe that rapists, pedophiles, murderers, whoever it is, should be beaten, mm-hmm. if you believe they should be murdered, mm-hmm. that's fine. You don't do it via prison justice. You campaign for and get laws passed for sentencing that says, if you're a pedophile, we will murder you. If you are a rapist, we will murder you. If you are a murderer, we will murder you regardless. Go ahead and work for that. Do it legally, though. If you say uh, that, yes, certain people need to be tortured. Pedophiles need to be tortured. That's the big one, right? Yes. Yeah, that's... They're always like, you're going to have fun when you get to jail, pedophile. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what you're saying is they should be tortured. Fine. I don't believe in torture, but if you want that, do it legally. None of the jailhouse justice crap. That's not acceptable. Yes. We as a society say, you go to jail, we're infringing your rights, your safety and security, and your basic health will be cared for. You're going to have three square meals. You're going to have a clean, comfortable place to sleep. You don't have to worry about being raped, however that is, tortured, beat up, shivved, none of that. The prison culture of gang life and people wearing do-rags and being half naked and all of this crap, no. Get your ass in your little jumpsuit, sit down, shut your mouth, read a book. Now, I do think as part of of keeping them docile is let's take advantage of the situation and give them access to some education. That's fine. Uh, A courtyard to work out, whatever, that's all reasonable. Yes. But that's not what they're talking about with this crap. They're talking about more money and whatever. I'm fine with saying, you want to work? We're not going to pay you. If you don't want to work, fine. Sit down and read a book. Yes. That's fine. Um, Working for other privileges, I'd be fine with that. Yes. Because, by the way, working also is a bit of a privilege. So you can stay in this jail 24-7, or you can at least get out and fight some fires. At least you get the hell out of the building for a while. Isn't that a reward? It is. Trust me, it would be for me. Uh, for locked, up, locked up four years. I've not seen the outside of these walls. Oh my gosh! I go. Yes, I know I'm fighting fires and it's dangerous. I'm fine. I'm with that. in. Good. Good and, to go. And that's the thing. It's like same perspective. And the thing that bothers me is like, yes, there's some serious issues in in prisons in America. There are, dog. There are some serious issues that we need to face. But don't do this whole crap about oh, this is what we want because it is not real. And by the way, my little uh, speechifying on prison justice that this is a real problem in America. Uh, doesn't make it a priority. No, <laughs> no, no, saying, no, exactly. I'm still saying yes. it's not number one on my list, folks. No. Down there a little bit. No. But if you want to, you know, call people out and, and talk truth, that's a problem. It's just down the list a little bit behind other things. And the thing that bothers me about this whole story is like, <clears throat> have we forgotten, again, that these are the people that chose to do something wrong? Yes, exactly. Period. It's like, have we forgotten about that? That's the reason it is not the priority. Yes. The priority is the people who chose not to do wrong yes. and are victims. I feel like, once again, this society is rewarding bad. Right. Why are we rewarding bad? You, you could even say even if prison is not a reward because it's not good no, in prison. No. You're still rewarding by making it more of a priority yes. over other people who are doing no wrong. Yes. That's the thing. When, when you're trying to go about your life and you get a bunch of bull crap from the federal government... 
uh, but you can't do this and you have to spend this and your kids got to whatever and can't have trans fats and too much sugar and all this. You know what? That's a bigger issue. Yes. You're the person that's trying to do right and they just keep piling on you. By the way, I have an update for you on uh, Asia Argento. Ooh, okay. So where we are right now is the story. Last time uh, we left the hero? <laughs> where was Last we left our hero, Asia Argento. <laughs> she had just left the hotel room after raping a 17-year-old boy. Well, we told you the whole backstory. What happened? Yes. She was one of the first um, accusers of Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. She claims to have been raped. Quick backstory. Um, do our due diligence here. Harvey Weinstein has been accused, mm-hmm. but not convicted. Nope. We don't know if it happened. Yes. However, based on the types of stories, the stories being so similar and the number of stories, I believe he probably is guilty. Okay. Okay. Asia Argento is, um, was accused a month after accusing Harvey Weinstein um, via a, a lawsuit yes. that she raped a 17-year-old boy who she had acted with over the years on some projects. Yes. He had turned 17. She was about 20 years older. The type of... The, the way he said the sexual assault and rape went down is very similar to the way she claims Harvey Weinstein raped her. <clears throat> Anthony Bourdain, supposedly, while bitching about Harvey Weinstein and calling him out, was supposedly helping her settle out of court with this kid. All right. The update is she has vehemently, passionately overwhelmingly denied sexually assaulting him. Wow. Saying it did not happen. And then she blamed him. Oh, wait. We're not supposed to do that. I'm sorry, Chris Chris? No, 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 no. We're not supposed to victim blame or shame victims. You're, We're supposed to believe them you're and take to their them. word at its truth. That's right. Now, again... I think hers has some credibility based on the detail the kid had, um, based on her background, some of the other stuff. Uh, I'm going to tend to side with him, but still, she is not proven guilty. No, just like Harvey Weinstein, all allegations so far. Right. And, uh, but yeah, based on what everybody said with me too, he is to be believed. 100%. She blamed him and said he was just trying to extort money from her, basically. Then she blamed Anthony Bourdain. Wow. She blamed Anthony Bourdain. She said he orchestrated the payoff and was at least partially responsible for paying him. So the the quick version is, I didn't do anything wrong. The kid is just trying to extort, was trying to extort money. And Anthony Bourdain said I should settle out just to put it away. And he would even pay for some of it. The dead guy. The guy that we can't question. Now, I question if he committed suicide. I know this is, and again, I'm not saying she no, did it. We don't no. know. Uh, maybe it did happen exactly that way. But I am getting zero consistency from her, yep. from the rest of the community. Unbelievable. And, and so let's say she's not. Let's say Harvey Weinstein was guilty or is guilty. She is not. You know what? You're still not being consistent. She should have said, we got to believe the victim. Because that's what she said when she was the victim and other women were the victims, allegedly. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The 
most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, Chris Cruz is want to share uh, tweets with us from time to time and is wanting to right now. Ah, uh, you got because America saying Chris English was exceptionally good during his prison run. Please trigger him more often so we know what he's saying. Wow. Uh, so adrenaline really triggers your yes. proper English. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. TJ Toppin saying most prisoners have it better than most military in, a, in Afghanistan. That um, is true. <laughs> that I've is not been in prison nor Afghanistan. I've been in better than. Yes. Yes. There's some days I'm sleeping. I was sleeping on the floor. What okay. person? What prisoners sleeping on the well, floor? Well, and they're not being shot at. Yes. Okay. Uh, dynamite. Slightly, slightly le- less rapey though in Afghanistan. Just a little bit. Uh, just, just a touch. Yes, yes, yes. Probably shouldn't use touch. Uh, dynamite saying, and this is the one that I was talking about. Netflix. Watch world's toughest prisons on Netflix. The episode from the Philippines has a hundred people, a hundred and twenty people in one cell. Right. That's think about the the way you can lean on other people. Then, <laughs> right. It's not so lonely. If you're in prison, it's a lonely, lonely existence. That's the point. You're away from family. You get to make a lot of good friends in there, right? You get to lean on them for moral support because you're all struggling. And when you sleep. Have you ever heard the term strength in numbers? Yes. Right? I don't think that's what they meant. No? So let's say it's cold, right? It gets cold in the prison. Yes. You got all that body heat. It's a party atmosphere is what I think. I don't think that's why they meant so? at no. all. I like this one. Uh, Steven saying, angry doc is funny. Angry Chris, hysterical. See? <laughs> there was one Hashtag that- angry Chris. <laughs> there was one. I think I lost it. If I find out, I'll read it at the end of the show when you submit all of them. Because it was hysterical. They combined Leviticus and Chris. And it said- Le- in- Leviticus? Leviticus. And they said literally what I said. <laughs> It was That's really fantastic. funny. It's always Leviticus. We it's know that. Always, think about it. It's always Leviticus. It's always Leviticus. It's always. There is right now going on in America, um, even by our failed media standards, a shocking bit of propaganda, an amazing propaganda campaign. Chris, this is... Even by our standards, we could document hundreds of times probably every day now of media bias. Of not even, well, it's kind of, I could see what, eh, no, uh, right? I mean, how many times? On audio presentations, mm-hmm. uh, uh, written examples from outright lies from these panel discussions uh, to unreporting or non-reporting of stories that they normally would uh, slanted headlines. And even within today's standards, I have got something that is incredible. Okay. Earlier this week, I believe it was Monday, we showed you how over the weekend, uh, the media had picked up on this story about a gentleman who is in America illegally being picked up by ICE while driving oh, yes. his wife to the hospital. Yes, yes. And all of the headlines and stories were ICE. Essentially, this big, ugly agency that is heartless, that rips children out of the arms of their parents and puts them in cages because of Trump, right? That's kind of the backstory yes, of yes, ICE. Yes. Stopped a man who was taking his wife to the hospital and arrested him. We showed you how almost nobody got the full story right. Yep. NBC got it a little bit right, and that was 
The guy was wanted for murder. He was an illegal, wanted for murder in Mexico. And even if they got the wrong guy, even if he's innocent, doesn't matter. ICE gets the information. This guy wanted for murder. All points bulletin. Right? And they found him. All they see, listen, if you have a warrant out for your arrest for something like, oh, I just forgot to pay that speeding ticket. Completely law abiding your entire life. You get a speeding ticket. You just forget. Oh, I forgot to pay it. If you have a run in with the police and they run your name and your license, they don't say, oh, Chris, it's just a speeding ticket. I'm not going to arrest you. Hey, take care of that. Take care of it. It says warrant. And they arrest you. Yep. And they, they take you in. Sometimes they, when they run your name, they don't know what the warrant is about, which right. is why they put you on handcuffs. Because you know it could be from a traffic that you forgot or to you pay. Could be wanted a for murderer. murder, which he was. So he's wanted for murder, and that's all they would tell you. Yep. It, they did. They missed the entire uh, the point of the story of yes. him being a wanted murder. They missed the fact that his wife is also illegal, and they didn't take her. Yep. Did they incarcerate her? Nope. nope. Only the one wanted for murder. Her five kids are anchor babies. They missed all of that and just ice heartlessly took this guy away whose wife was about to give birth. All right. Well, then we found out about all the backstory and whatever else. They have almost not reported. I I have seen it so few places except conservative media outlets that this girl who has been missing... Mm. The girl who's been missing from uh, Iowa. Oh. Molly Tibbetts? Yeah, Tibbetts. She's uh, been all over the news. For a month and a half, I think? Yeah. They found her body finally? Yes. They've arrested an illegal. Because? For murder. For her murder. Huh. They have charged an illegal with first degree murder in her death. So, you have that story being buried, right? Ice is just, and by the way, the story should have been, hooray, Ice tracks down murderer or a, um, a wanted murderer or man charged with murder. They got an illegal who's been charged. They got him. Yeah. Good for you, Ice. No, Ice is heartless. Now here you have a situation of, a girl who may have been murdered by somebody illegal in America. This is Kate Steinle. Thank you. Where is Kate Steinle? That guy was acquitted of her murder. Where's the coverage? <laughs> Where's the coverage in this? I saw a piece on one of the other channels where they were talking about it. It was CNN where they were talking about President Trump and Michael Cohen and Manafort. Yesterday, going off, Manafort, Trump, Manafort, Cohen, Cohen, Trump, Daniels, Trump, uh, Manafort, Trump, Trump, Russia, Russia, right? The whole blah, 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 which we laid out early in this program. Doesn't actually mean anything bad for the president, right? And a woman referred to Fox News and said, well, you know, they won't even cover it even if Trump, blah, 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 like, you know, that they're so biased. Guess what? Fox News is biased on the right, of course. But this is coming from somebody sitting on a set of CNN. Thank you. Okay. And saying, well, Fox, whatever. instead, they're covering this Iowa girl. Uh, 
They're covering Ugh. some Iowa girl or girl in Iowa. Okay, so let me get this straight. Somebody who worked for the president's campaign was convicted of financial improprieties. Yes. And his attorney was pleading guilty to a um, campaign finance issue. That is more important, even though the president has nothing to do with it at this point, because again, he hasn't been charged, he hasn't been prosecuted. That is more important than an illegal murdering some college girl. Not just some college girl, Doc Thompson. Murder an American citizen. An American citizen. In American soil. In the middle of this huge ongoing debate about immigration. (laughs) I get the seriousness of the president if he is involved in some impropriety. You're right. We've never said don't cover it. I've said investigate Trump. Investigate if there's any loose threads, tug on him. Investigate. Do your due diligence. But even with the Cohen pleading guilty, does not mean anything for Trump. You can plead guilty in something you didn't do. Yeah. As we said earlier, it's likely Trump did, and it's wrong. Yes. Dead girl shouldn't at least be on the same level. (laughs) And you refer to her as, ah, she's just some girl they're covering. Sorry. Um, Chris, we have this claim of systematic racism by law enforcement officers. Ooh, okay. And sometimes law enforcement officers have killed people. Yes. Wrongly. Yes. They they were not properly trained or they were just bad guys. Yes. Many of them are a he said, he said, well, maybe the cop's wrong, maybe not. And quite often they are cases of, no, the guy went for the cop's gun, like, like Michael... In uh, Ferguson. Yeah, Mike Brown. Michael, Michael Brown, Brown yeah. in Ferguson. You know what? Sorry. It's hard. But it hasn't stopped them from creating entire campaigns because one person is dead. What happened when Trayvon Martin was killed? Oh, that was the beginning. They melted the F down. I was in Florida. It was the beginning of everything. It's it, it, Dead boy is serious. Yes. Gotcha. But you melted down. The world stopped. Yes. The trial was covered nonstop. Racism, whatever. Claims of people marching and organizations. Here's a dead girl in Iowa. Maybe killed by an illegal. Likely. They just arrested him. Are, are, are we marching in the streets? Did they shut down Times Square? Will there be a protest tonight? No. Because she's just collateral damage in our open border push is what this is. But it gets worse. I cannot believe that this, uh, I didn't, I had to search for this story. Did you see ICE's victory? Their more significant victory? Yes. Uh, The Nazi. ICE just arrested a death camp guard. That was a Nazi death camp guard. He's 95. They just arrested him. Living in Queens, New York. York. Yep. Uh, ICE arrests murder suspect from Mexico. Done. ICE gets this Nazi collaborator living in the U.S. Done. That's all within a couple of days. Yes. Both of these made possible by the new policy of President Trump. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um. Hello. Um. Yes. A- Antifa. Uh huh. You're anti-fascist. Yes. 
you you you're fighting against Nazis. Yes. President Trump's yes. rules just got a actual Nazi. Not your claims of, well, that person may be a Nazi or they're doing some Nazi-esque things. An actual Nazi. Who? Along with his crazy-ass, immoral, and possibly evil Nazi brethren, systematically exterminated millions of people. Uh, A girl in Charlottesville died a year ago Mm. because of back and forth between Mm -hmm. white supremacists Mm -hmm. and, and some Antifa and some protests. This guy was a Nazi prison guard. Where is your celebrating ICE today? The guy was just deported. Um, he is believed to be the last known Nazi collaborator living in the U.S. Uh, ICE agents removed him from his Queens home on Monday. They say that um, he served as an armed guard at a death camp in Nazi-occupied Poland, then later lied to American immigration officials about uh, what he was involved in. Wow. And they were able to track him down. Um, in fact, it's actually just the opposite. Not only are they heralding ICE, some people have uh, have called out ICE that they shouldn't. Well, he's 95, Chris. Okay, I could, I could see the perspective you on know, that. You look at what the humanitarian yes. You yes. Know, they are. Yeah. You know, he's 95. He was in a wheelchair mm-hmm. uh, living in his home in Queens, New York. So Is he killing Nazis right now? I he's could see, not right now. I so, could see you that. Know. Um, the uh, statement from ICE. Uh, make sure you get this right. Uh, uh, uh. Um, this is, want to make sure this is actually ICE. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is the Trump administration. want to okay. make sure if it was exactly Trump or ICE. Uh, they read, um, President Trump commends his administration's comprehensive actions, especially ICE's actions, in removing this war criminal from the United States soil. They went on to say, despite a court ordering his deportation in 2004, past administrations were unsuccessful at removing him. To protect the promise of the freedom of Holocaust survivors and their families, President Trump prioritized the removal through executive, uh, through extensive negotiations. President Trump and his team secured his deportation to Germany and advanced the United States collaborative efforts with a key European ally. Hmm. So they've known about him. Past administrations didn't have the testicular fortitude to go through <laughs> with this for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Oh, look at the old man you're deporting. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to see it. It's not. No. You still want to be, you know, I still have a soft heart even for this. Of cloud. course. Um, but the bottom line is this is going on, you know, 15 years. They should have deported him. Yeah. 15 years ago. And where were they before? But why didn't they? Because they didn't have the balls to actually go and do it. Not only did Trump do it, not only did ICE round him up, they handled the negotiations to have him deported back to Germany to theoretically stand trial. Wow, so they are, they might trial him. That's interesting. I didn't know that part. Yeah, um, unless unless they already had some um, tried in, in, um, what do you call it? Oh, well, you're not there. I can't think of the Latin term. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Without you being there. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. He, you know, he's accused of working at uh, Treblinka. Yeah, I was, I was the just... the death camp uh, yeah. in Poland, uh, including uh, the day in November of 43 where 6,000 prisoners were killed. Wow. Now, we understand that there's a lot more 
to everybody who served. Some people were forced into the service, whatever. We don't know. That's not for me to decide at this point. I don't know this guy's backstory. Mm -hmm. I can't even judge him. I have not done the research other than what's been reported in the news today. Not the point for the purpose of this discussion. For the purpose of this discussion, you need to know one thing. The guy served in a death camp. He was a Nazi. He worked in one of those death camps. We have deported other people in the past. Other people have stood trial for similar things. The United States government had already handled this over a decade, 15, 20 years ago, but he was not deported. It was not taken care of. Trump handled it. He got done what others would not do. ICE did their job today. ICE also did their job over the weekend. ICE's hands have been tied to not do their job more efficiently and effectively by past administrations, which have led to the deaths of people like Molly Tibbetts and Kate Steinle. Those are all truths today. <clears throat> Did you see it, though? Did I see what? Ice. Ripping this guy from his wheelchair. Mm. This guy ripping this old man mm. and putting him in a cage. Are they going to say that today? They should if they want to say consistent, but we know that they're not consistent. Right. I, I mean... And you brought a good point. Antifa today should be go, not, way to go, not ice. protesting. I don't know what you call celebration. Celebrating. Out in the street saying, Let's go. we got a Nazi. Yay! An actual Nazi. Uh, a year ago, they asked Americans what the biggest problem in America is. Okay. What's the biggest problem facing our country? One year ago, uh, or no, actually just in last July, just oh, okay. a month ago, uh, it was, let me make sure it's right. It was immigration. Really? Illegal immigration. Makes sense. Now it is dropped to second place, and the biggest problem is government. Economy. Oh, the government. Okay, I can see that, yeah. Which also goes into immigration. Yep. In government in general. So this, remember, was not an issue for Americans. No. When Trump brought it up, done deal. Immigration, yep. not a problem. Now, a yep. little bit of a problem there. All right, get, uh, get your tweets in. We'll come back and wrap things up. We'll find out what you've learned today on this The Morning Blaze. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned when you hashtag shout your abortion, make sure to clarify that it's from the front hole. That's very important today. I don't know how else we get an abortion. Maybe we just move on. We just move on. (laughs) Yes. We learned that you can tell if you're bougie. Uh, I'm sorry. Can I do that again? Yes. Are you ready? Three, two. We learned that you can tell if you're bougie if you can spell bougie. Can you spell bougie? I cannot. Oh, so we're not bougie. Does that make sense, though? Yeah. You can tell if you're bougie yep. if you can... Bougie. Do we have music? Yeah, I don't know why we're gonna getting audio at this here or whatever. Okay. We learned Chris Cruz is a future cult leader. Mordecai is a future victim. 
<laughs> yes. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Well, in Doc's world, an India person owning a fast food restaurant sounds like a poo. Well, yes. All Indian Americans sound that way. We know that. I did not know that. We learned it from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Everything we need to know about race, we learned from The Simpsons. True, true, true. Yellow people. I, Chris Cruz, am the banana and plantain expert. We've known that, though. Yes. And And the front banana, too. Yes. That's all bananas. Yes, yes. And I decided to stop using penis, uh, and I'm going to call it William's Lovegrass. Oh, Williams Lovegrass. Very good. Uh, I, along that, I also am going to give up uh, calling it penis. What are you And you do? can refer to me in particular as cat. I do like that one. That is good. I was going to use that one, but I thought you were going to use it, so I didn't Dude, use it. You can call it that, too. Oh, it's I all for it's not, it's not winner take all. Oh, I thought I it mean, was first come, first serve. Now you can name what whatever parts of you, whatever you want, Chris. That's what we were supposed to learn by all that See, today. This is why I printed it. Okay, good. Yep. So I tonight, remember, honey, yes. you got to do that. All right. What, if anything, did the listeners learn today? Uh, Steven asking a very, very important question. Yes, what is it? Doc, yes. does the almond milk come from the front hole or back hole? I don't know, but I know it is all man. Okay. It is all okay. man. Okay. Todd insane. Does Chris Fiancen know that he is a banana expert? Um... I think she knows I think at she this knows, point. Yes. Libertarian saying, if this is what passes for girl power these days, I may invent another gender for myself. Wow. So uh, we, um, we'll we have to get the executive committee Please. together. Yes. Uh, we have a proposal for a 183rd gender now. Ah. The 183rd gender is on the table, and then mm. I second that, and you go down the list. We'll, okay. we'll see. Okay. Uh, backyard Cow saying, I'm already working on a script for... Or Gosnell to Electric Bigelow. Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Sorry. No, I'm, no, it's all right. I missed that one. I really like Gosnell. Bring it on again. <laughs> uh, the C42, a new... Gosnell, the Phantom Menace. Ooh. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, the C42 got a new trigger words for Chris. Uh-huh. Plantains versus bananas. Greedy prisoners. Doc. Wow, you're right there. I am almost there. You know what? I feel a little bit bad because I didn't get to the new numbers on procrastination. Oh, thank God, because I really did not want to read this whole I thought tweet. I was going to have to pull them out of my back hole. But uh, no, I'll just get to them tomorrow. What else do we have coming up tomorrow? I got some bougie ice cream coming to studio. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, nice. It would have been better today, but I get that. That's fine. I understand. What? They would have went around the whole thing. Hey, what does Glenn Beck have coming up on his broadcast immediately following ours? The Lots Blaze of Radio Network. that affect conservatives. Yeah, it's really weak. What is Glenn wearing today? Stripes. Oh, okay. We're we not supposed to talk about. Remember, that? the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannis. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are, on you now. You go home. Were there any uh, any official looking guys? Maybe half oh. nightstick in the lobby or anything? I don't know. The Morning Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.